you don't change your mind about anything because of what anyone says. So he's exactly right. Iron Brains, a podcast that may have started because of a humiliating, catastrophically ego-fueled misapprehension about what is interesting to literally anyone else on the planet. But arrogance breeds complacency, after all, so it must be the case that after two and a half years of this shit, there's another reason we're here, some underlying truth that this podcast is after, or perhaps reveals with its persistence, a truth about the relationships maintained here, the friendships that have persevered over time and dis... But no, no, I'm getting word that it's just the ego keeping things rolling. My name is Bob, sitting across the way from my good friend and co-host. That's Abe. How you doing tonight, Abe? Doing well, Bob. Yeah. Here we are. <laughs> Lori's here, too. How are you doing, Lori? I'm okay. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't go with uh, literally sitting across the way. <laughs> Lori's okay. Tonight is Friday, July 29th, 2022. And Abe's here, everybody. It makes no difference literally. in the listening. I'm Once sure. again, three <laughs> friends beneath a, ce- beneath a ceiling tapestry recording in my basement. I think... I'm not positive. Did not double check it. I think this is the first time we've recorded this version of the podcast on a Friday night. And probably the first time we've ever recorded any podcast on a Friday. Because I would have never had a Friday night off when we were Mm. recording the podcast back in the day. We probably have recorded this version. I don't think we have recorded this version of the podcast on a Friday. When we did it last time was a Saturday, right? Last time you were here it was Saturday. I don't think we've ever done it on a Friday before. We've now gotten... Every day? I think that's every day of the week now. Wow, look at that. Very special. I guess. No, it's special. Okay. The goal here tonight, by the way, is to talk for a shorter amount of time than usual. Over. And, <laughs> and without the need for any editing. Now, <gasps> I stumbled oh. I stumbled at the start, so I, there will have been an edit. No, you I don't leave hear, it in. That, that sounded pretty smooth, Bob. It was not. There was a <laughs> no, mistake. No, leave it in. That's not okay. I cannot oh. leave it in. The point is, is that I can't spend six hours tomorrow editing the podcast because Abe wait till Sunday. will be here. That's but I want right. to get that. People yeah, demand right. content as you soon don't. as possible. They're not listening to this on weekends. You don't know. I, I listen do. to podcasts on weekends. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you listen to your own podcast. So on that's weekends. not the but people aren't listening to it anyway. I did go back and I listened to the episode that we recorded fifty weeks ago or so because you came here in the August month in like the second week of August okay. uh, last year. And in the August month, <laughs> you had you had some spectacularly wrong takes. Oh, uh, which I, you? <laughs> I, I didn't write. I didn't take notes. I didn't keep track. Uh, but among your not yet proven wrong takes was the absolute certainty that you had that Tucker Carlson will be the Republican nominee. By the way, the jury from- is still out. I mean, it, it's looking worse time. a year in, but uh, no one has announced their candidacy yet. Yeah, but I encourage you, <laughs> listeners, to go back and listen to 
this episode from a year ago. I think it's like middle of August. I, I forget can't believe what number you don't it is. know exact. Look at your phone I'll right now. Phone. Also, uh, while you're looking it up, uh, to the listeners, you don't have to go back 50 weeks for me to be wrong. Literally, just pick any episode. You're never wrong. That's a spirit, yes. <laughs> August 17th, 2021. Just say what episode it's number Three it is. Friends Beneath One Ceiling Tapestry. And it was episode number. How do you not label them? You're so bad at it. Because this. I don't want to call them. I don't like the idea that this is episode number so and so. So instead, to get around that, they're labeled on the website, mm-hmm. like each web page. So it was episode 67. Okay. So for the record, car should be numbered. Episodes should have lengthy titles. Yes. Okay. Yes. Not wrong. About that. <laughs> we were uh, we were watching. A television show yesterday. And now, of course, uh, we've already told this story to Abe, so it won't be as good. But in the moment that I decided to tell the story to Abe, I was thinking, no, we should just save this for the show. But then I thought, oh, fuck, what's wrong with me? I, I just want to relate <laughs> That's right. a funny anecdote to my friend who's Bob, come to I visit. I have to stop you and tell you something amazing. Go ahead. On my favorite podcast, Quick, Quick Question with Soren and Daniel, yes. they had this exact problem. No uh, kidding. Because Daniel went to go see Soren, and he was like, shit, I can't tell you anything. <laughs> save it for the pod. I have to save this for when we're recording. Right, which is like super terrible. Like It's a bad way to be in the world, especially with, like it's not like... Like, they presumably have an audience, right. whereas uh, we don't have that. But, you th- I mean, if it's the same day, I mean, this was basically within an hour or two, right? Right, it was just a couple hours yeah. ago, but it just felt like in that moment to say, as we're standing in our kitchen, to say, we're no, gonna we're not going to tell this son. story. Right. Yeah, instead, we're going to make fun of our, our son twice, both <laughs> a couple of hours ago and also now. We were watching a show on Disney Plus. It's called uh, Behind the Attraction. Behind the Attraction. It's like a year old now. We were watching the Space Mountain episode. It's episode five, Space Mountain, and they get to like halfway through the episode. They're talking about how they had to refurbish. It's a documentary series. The Anaheim Space Mountain. They call that Disneyland. In yeah, Disneyland, uh, the Anaheim Disneyland Space Mountain attraction needed to be updated for the nineties, or. Whatever. Early 2000s, I think, 2005. Not consequential. Right. And the announcer, the, the voiceover lady, says, and she says something to the effect of, and, and who better to unveil the new Space Mountain than astronaut and American hero Neil Armstrong? And, <laughs> and then they show some video of Neil Armstrong and Mickey Mouse. In a... In a- in an astronaut a, costume. In an astronaut. So Mickey... And another lady. No, right. Neil was not in his astronaut getup. He was just in a nice suit. He was suit. just in a suit. But Mickey Mouse escorts... Mi- astronaut Mickey. Right. right. Astronaut Mickey escorts <laughs> Neil Armstrong, who's a much older man right. now, across the, the dais there, up to the microphone. And then Neil gives a couple of words of a speech, says everything is spectacular. And they go to the next scene, and Calvin, very thoughtfully... He says, that's not Neil Armstrong. It looked like Mickey Mouse. <laughs> because he's stupid. Because he's a complete moron. And when he saw Mickey walk across the stage there, he's like, huh. uh, try to put one over on me, Disney+. Plus. Nothing gets past me. Now, to be fair to your son, like, 
what are these people's idea of Neil Armstrong? It's like there no there were no context. It's just some there old guy. There were three people in the shot. One was a woman, right. one was a man, and one was Mickey Mouse. Right. It looked like <laughs> Mickey Mouse. <laughs> They're not sending their best and brightest. <laughs> but Neil Armstrong, the way I see him, is not this old geezer that was walking. Right, no, he's an American hero. Yeah. Walking right. out of a space capsule onto the moon. Right. <laughs> anyway, keeping in, in keeping with, like, being weird about not wanting to talk about things until you talk about them on the show, I also recently uh, was texting with... The Thousand Man Jerry. Oh. Yeah, you were. You weren't paying attention to me. You were texting Thousand Man Jerry instead. I was very jealous. We were watching The Gray Man yeah. on Netflix. How much attention did I need to be playing? <laughs> more. Paying. Uh, he texted me to... First, you want to know if I've started watching Severance yet, which we haven't. What's that? It's, it's the Apple, Apple Plus show. TV show. Oh, no. Jerry, you can give us your Apple Plus or whatever <laughs> password, but I'm never getting Apple TV. It's only like $4 a I'm month. I'm never getting it. Uh, <laughs> Never. Maybe while Abe is here, he'll log in. That's right. and, and <laughs> Setting aside the uh, who's carrying the show, it's a great show. That's fine. Like, I've heard only wonderful things about it, and it is like precisely up my alley in terms of right. the sort of thing that I should like. And in general, whomever – I don't know if they just post some uh, deciders from HBO to come over to Apple TV, but it's the same kind of – like they're not like Netflix, just like a million things, and hopefully one so of them will be good. They, there's some curating. It's not throwing shit at the wall. Right. There's some actual good right. shows. There's a lot there. of good stuff. But yeah, you're right. I mean, it's just one more streaming service. and if, I get it for I free. But, you know. How do you get it for free? T-Mobile uh, said, I'll give it to you for a year. And then it... Wasn't this a thing where you... And then the, the clock started, you know, the meter started running, and then they, uh, I forgot to cancel, and then they, another promotion that I was eligible for, so it was gotcha. back to, you know... Anyway, what else yeah. did Thousand Man Jerry want? Anyway, so Jerry wanted to know... Or actually, he just texted me to say that he loves Nathan for you because we were talking about Nathan for you on the last episode. He said it's my wife. He's a wife guy now. He got he got oh, married. Oh, look at that! Uh, remarried. He's, He's a wife guy, whether or not he, he was a wife guy, whether <laughs> he was married before, and then when he when he was He's not married, he was still a wife guy. Jerry's like a classic wife guy. Right. I don't mean that as an insult. Jerry. It's not. It's nice. Yeah, he's a wife guy. But yeah, very but handsome. It, surprisingly it, it, handsome. Surprisingly Among the handsome. most handsome people, he can't be on the market for too long. He'll be exactly. Yeah. He's a wife guy. <laughs> anyway, Thousand Man Jerry says, "I love Nathan for you. It's my wife's favorite comedy show. You may not stick with it, but like most shows, it just gets better and better. I object to that premise. Yeah, that's most wrong. shows do not, in but fact, get better and better. But that is something a wife guy would say. What, is that? I mean, good show is something. It, it, it's, it, it can take a while to get into something. Sure, yeah. good shows like Breaking not, Bad, yeah. for example. Yeah. In my opinion, a slow kind of. It it was good from the start, but like it becomes a masterpiece starting in season yeah. three. Anywho, uh, gets better and better. If if you do keep with it, he recommends a, a couple of episodes: uh, the Shipping Company, Smoke Alarm, Rock Band episode, and the Antique Shop episode. And I said, I'll keep watching. Uh, and then I said, surprised that you texted without giving me any shit for all of my disparagement of the climate alarmists. Because Jerry is a long-standing uh, climate alarmist oh, himself. Really? The sky is falling kind of? Uh... Hey, it's just, I, I think he's more of a cli- climate nihilist at this point. Uh, but he, he's, he's on one side of the issue, if there is a side to be had. Which I don't think there's necessarily a side to be had, but that's beside the point. And I suggested maybe... He wasn't giving me shit about it because he was just skipping to the end to see if we're watching Severance yet. Because if you go to the end of the episode, you hear what we're watching on television. Um, 
Anyway, Jerry says, what good would giving me shit about it do? Climate is fucked whether you think it's alarmist or not. I did roll my eyes heavily, though. I accepted the demise of humanity and all that I hold dear a while ago. As far as a path forward, I think the only answer is full nuclear, but it probably won't happen. Which, by the way, is it's what I'm saying is that the alarmism is completely beside the also, point Jerry- and doesn't help anything. And also, full nu- nuclear is the only way to go. What is, what Jerry are- also learned very quickly that, like, you don't change your mind about anything because of what anyone says. Yeah. So he's exactly right. What a, what a, what happened to that fusion technology thing that I keep on hearing about? Isn't that the the path forward? Yeah, I mean, when I was a kid, uh, my one of my best friends in middle school, his name was Brian Murphy, who ordinarily I wouldn't give out full names, but I have neither heard from nor know whether or not Brian Murphy is still a thing in the universe. That's your standard? In, well, I mean, I come on. First of all, it's not like – it's not a terribly unusual name. He went to two different name. high schools. Who did? You did. Yeah, sure, I did. So we don't know which You don't even know what school is. it is. You don't know – I mean, it's mine. Brian I mean, how Murphy. Many Good Brian... luck. Good luck, Brian Murphy. Right, yeah. How try, many Brian Google Murphy? Google. If I can't be... track down Brian Murphy, <laughs> you assholes aren't going to track down Brian Murphy. Anyway, he's one of the brightest dudes that I had ever – I've ever known in my life. You called that yeah. in middle school? Like, look at this kid. Yes. He was a brilliant motherfucker. Wow. And probably the, the smartest kid that we knew. And he was obsessed with the, the notion that he was going to save the world by inventing cold fusion. He fucking failed. And so far, no go. Yeah. Maybe he's still tinkering. Maybe. Yeah. I have no idea. He probably, <laughs> probably not. Yeah. He probably works at like fucking McKinsey or something. Right. Like he's that level of like, he sort of looks actually, now I think about it, he looks vaguely like Pete Buttigieg. Uh, Maybe he's him. Yeah. Well, he wasn't, he I don't think he was gay. No, it doesn't matter. You change your whole identity. Change the whole thing. The whole identity. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, why are we talking about Murph? Because of Jerry? Jerry's right. alarmism. So <laughs> Jerry goes on to write me like a very long, you can see here, series of text messages, yeah. right? Now, the reason that I, I'm bringing up in the context of like talk, save it for the show sort of thing is because there were two options when he sent me this very long uh, conversation on the text message, which as a, as a, like I'm a notoriously bad person in the, in the sense that if I get a long comment, whether it used to be on Facebook or on text message, I will respond in kind right. with, with overwhelming force. Right. Right? He will one-up you. He's a one-upper. It's, oh, it's you're not, not, you're, you're not a proportional response. No, you're uh, over-the-top uh, kind of type. Like you'll go over what the – Yes. I have responded to two-sentence Facebook comments with thousand-word essays. You'll, you'll, you'll thousand up as well, but you definitely – now that's that's a hostile move. I mean, you can add another See, I sentence. I disagree but because what you, you need you need more context <laughs> know, usually to fully explain the point. You can start to build. Like if somebody has a sentence, a paragraph right. is fine. So my options were either write Jerry a dissertation length email. We in were response watching a very important movie at the time, right? So. Which I couldn't do. So you know, I said I'll get to the rest later. He, he mentioned that he had just started Breaking Bad finally. So I said, Ah, that's oh, funny. My dad oh, just started Breaking Bad as well. How about that? Things break bad. Spoiler. Yeah, it's going to get worse. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> Great. The show is amazing, but like, woof. Yeah. Better you than me. <laughs> anyway, the the core point that Jerry is making here, and uh, anyway, to close the point, it was either write him an incredibly lengthy email or just save it for the show, oh, which are two just god-awful ways to be right. in the world. And I'm going to either write you an email that you will be so intimidated or, like, you shouldn't. Like, it's not what I'm aiming for. Right. I don't want you to feel intimidated by the stupid length of the email. But, like, I'm not going to respond in text message form. Or if I do, it's going to be, like, 40 text 
texts He will long. have written it in a Google Keep first and then copied and pasted it into the Messenger window on the browser. Possibly. Yeah. But that that's is- a move, though. You don't want to prematurely send something. Right. Yeah, you do. It's a friend. <laughs> Tip tap. The basic point that Jerry is making here is that he's given up on the Republicans as a valid political party that has any interest in actually doing any governing and that he thinks that I'm too hard on the Democrats in light of the fact that the Republicans are a bunch of intransigent and not interested in governing assholes, basically. Um, And I don't think that he's precisely wrong. I would say in my defense, as I've said to him before, I think, when he's brought this up, is that any time that we've been podcasting and people get upset with me about like which side I'm angrier at, it's the side that is in charge that I'm angrier at. Like reliably, when we started in 2009, 2010, that was the height of Obama's power before he lost the Congress. Right over to the Republicans anyway. And so it was. It made way more sense to pound on the Democrats than it did to get mad at Republicans. Now, looking back at, you know, using the, the long 30,000-foot view of history, you could say the Republicans ultimately in the Obama presidency became a party that was only interested in obstinacy and standing in the way of things and not remotely interested in governing. I think there's, an, there's a strong argument to be made for that, that McConnell and his cronies decided that they just simply weren't going to give an inch to Obama on anything. Uh, But now you have, since 2021, since January 2021, you had a Democrat in the White House, you had Democrats in charge in the Senate and Democrats in charge in Congress. What is the virtue of being mad at Republicans at this point beyond beyond any time that there's a sort of a question of... I don't know, something that makes some sense for Republicans to get on board with. Like ultimately, this is the Democrats driving the boat and they have to recognize the fact that they're not going to get precisely what they want because they don't have 60 votes in the Senate. Right. And and, and that's that's the rub, though, right? I mean, it, even though they have all, you know, both chambers of Congress and uh, the White House in the Senate, you need 60. They don't have 60. So they need some some buy-in from the Republicans to do a lot of the stuff. I mean, they can go through reconciliation or whatever, but like they can stand in the way of of things, you know. Right. So, and, and basically, there was the uh, know nothing party back in the day, and, and now it seems like it's like the the, the do nothing. Basically, the, right. there really is no upside. Uh, and I'm not sure if this is part of the strategy, but like uh, John Stewart made a big show of uh, a vote that I thought was going to pass. It was like the, this bill that was being pushed. Uh, and voted on. It's the burn pit legislation. The, yeah, right. which this seems to be like a layup right. kind Can of thing. Can you ex- explain it quickly what it is? Right. So basically, back in you know the uh, the Iraq War, Afghanistan War days, they you know for whatever reason the military would just burn up shit right next to where the people were living, and turns out also that w- also climate nihilists apparently there, <laughs> <laughs> which apparently is not healthy for the humans, and so there were a lot of like cancers and like different types of health issues and that costs money right and so these people were having a hard time getting their cases approved through the VA and other uh, government uh, agencies because they can't tie they're like well how do we know that this cancer that you have in 2012 was caused by your stint in Iraq in 
2006 or right, something. With, with echoes of Vietnam, echoes right. of the Agent Orange and the soldiers coming back from Vietnam. Right. Like, Wasn't there another thing scarred? in uh, in uh, Operation uh, Desert Storm? Was it, there was like some other weird thing that happened with them. But Agent Orange is probably the most known. Right. There was – yeah, because they were coming back with combinations of like PTSD and – was it like phosphorus or something? Yeah, it was, some, I, it was yeah. Like something so, to do with the phosphorus. Right. I don't remember. But basically, the thing is, this is like a a layup kind of piece of legislation where if you're going to find bipartisan support is to take care of the people that went out there to do your bidding, right, in war. And and for whatever reason— Passed, uh, passed fairly easily in the House, and then it got kicked out of committee in the— in, in the, the Senate, Senate, yeah, and went to a full vote with like eighty something votes. Right, so it, it, it looked like expected. it was going to be smooth sailing right. kind of thing, and then for whatever reason, I'll tell you precisely the reason. And do you think it's like some sort of it's uh, payback because of the Mansion deal? Right. So yeah. the, I was trying to see if there was a connection to it. So like, Mansion out of nowhere did like an about face. They were, I guess, behind the scenes working on this. I guess they're calling it a reduction. Right, of don't the, don't call it Build Back Better. So they're calling it the if. Uh, Inflation Reduction Inflation Act. Inflation Reduction Act, like which is, as far as marketing goes, it's great. Uh, but they, yeah, it's, the, the it's rep- great until the next quarter numbers come out. Right, I guess. but yeah. the no, it's going to take a while to, to to pay dividends. But right. like, <laughs> but from what I gather, there was an understanding that they, and also there was a, the chips bill, right? So there were a couple of right. bills that the Republicans were willing to play ball, thinking that this uh, other stuff was not going to be. Uh, an issue and since there was like a betrayal right they're taking it i mean if that's true that's even worse than the initial thing right. like, so if they're Toomey, actually taking it out on veterans to me is insisting that it's because of some 400 billion dollar slush fund where they have taken discretionary spending and moved it into mandatory spending or something like that that there's some bogus thing and i haven't looked in a couple of days but after the first day of news broke on this. I wasn't really able to find any actual information on that, so right. I have no idea if that's just a goofy talking point that he came up with right. or if it actually relates – I assume it relates to something in the real world. And if it's true, like half a billion dollars in in spending fuckery that the Democrats pull at the last minute, that's that's not ideal If right. th- when they think that they've got something in the can and then but, all of a sudden they mess around with it. But is that something that was added after the committee vote? Like, right, it right seems I don't know. Like, I wasn't, right, like I said, I wasn't able right, to find anything about it. Right, but that, that's the thing. It seems like on, on the Republican side, it seems like there's no cost to any sort of thing. Like if you do this, like people are going to vote for other reasons because of inflation and – Right, but there's also – that's the other thing. Is there's no real cost in them allowing this to go through beyond – I guess the Biden administration gets some credit for having achieved and also, something. You know, helping out the veterans. Right, right, but, right. We're, no, but it's, no. it's just That's the stupid. the main reason. That's right. stupid. But that, 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 what's weird is like this weird. It's, it's like the naked almost, politics of it that matters. I know, so. but it's it's like because it, it, I was thinking, well, we want to deny a win because, like, you know, uh, Biden had a rough uh, August. 2021 through now. I mean, right. it's still going through it. But like in the last few weeks and months, like they had some. I mean, how, however tepid you think uh, the the gun legislation was, right. passed it for the first time in many many years. The chips manufacturing thing is going to be passed in all likelihood. If the veterans thing was going to be passed, maybe maybe they they didn't want to give them right. credit. And like we said last week. Or earlier this week, the if they get the gay marriage thing to go through, right. which I won't be surprised by at all, if right. you get the, I forget even now what the other things were, but they they have a series of things that they might actually get done here 
which would it would surprise me that the that Congress is able to get it done, but I guess it shouldn't because we're talking now about the closing months of democratic power. Right. And they must recognize that. So, and just to bring it back to what Jerry was saying, I think that yes, in an instance like what you're talking about here with the, the veterans burn pit legislation thing, it's gross that the Republicans are, are playing pure naked politics with it and seemingly doing so in a, as a reaction to the fact that Manchin came around on this so-called uh, climate bill. It's right. Well, it's sort of a climate bill. It's sort of a like whatever it is. It's not. They, they can't call it Build Back Better because he insisted that there wouldn't be anything called Build right. Back Better because that has bad marketing in his state. Right. And I don't know. Like, but wh- why not? Why not uh, torpedo some? Uh, what's odd to me is that if they're they're is, still going to get this done. That's the other thing is that this will ultimately get done. Like I think. What in? So the, do you think that? In the new Congress, when the Republicans will no, have I think the- we'll get it done before the end of this year. Like, whatever needs to be done to get Toomey and the other – like, because they won't want to vote against it. With the exception of, like, the Thomas Masseys of Kentucky and the, right. also also of Kentucky, the Rand Pauls, right. who are just going to be against this sort of thing on general principle and won't bend on that sort of principle. Like, this is the sort of legislation that gets 80 votes even in this sort of divided Congress. Yeah, right? yeah. And I – the thing that keeps me optimistic about or or maybe delusionally on the optimist side about how government ought to run is is the idea that instead of reacting to the trump if if instead of reacting to the trump years by going hard to the left the way that it felt like a lot of progressives did that it that it polarized a whole bunch of people into taking the the complete opposite of whatever Trump had to say because he had an R next to his name. And I'm not saying that he was right about like hardly anything, but the ways in which he was wrong weren't necessarily inherently because of some underlying conservatism. It was because he was Donald fucking (laughs) Trump and to take polar opposite uh, and, and very, what is the word I'm looking for? Um, Hard line. Sure. But like, Sure. Hardline progressive stances in opposition to Donald Trump. Uh, it it strikes me that th- that only had the effect of making the reaction to Trump become more of a story than it needed to be. Whereas if you're able to hold the moderate line and then point at the crazy thing that's happening over here with Trump, then it doesn't become – the story doesn't become the reaction to Trump. It doesn't right. become about Trump derangement syndrome in the way that I'm affected by it. It becomes Trump derangement syndrome to the extent that the entire – conservative establishment has now lined up behind all of these crazy fucking policies. Right. And if I instead insist on a series of, of, of policies that whatever you might think of them, that the, uh, the vast moderate middle in this country views as extreme in their own way, then the story becomes about the reaction. And that is no way to have a politics. Right. right? And so it becomes, it does, it's unfortunate, but it's incumbent upon the person who's reacting to the reactionary asshole to, to like keep the middle. Right. You have to hold right. the middle right. and it's a hard thing to do, especially in a media environment and a social media environment that rewards exactly the opposite. Right. Right. I'm not saying it's easy, but I think that the only way to do it, and yeah, that sounds shitty to, and it sounds almost Pollyanna-ish to insist on holding the middle as X, Y, and Z is happening, as McConnell is 
holding hostage the Supreme Court and getting a, a bonus lifetime appointment to the Republicans that they shouldn't have had, right? Like right. It, doesn't, it doesn't seem fair or right. But I think that if your reaction to McConnell holding hostage the Supreme Court is we're going to expand the court and we're going to uh, impeach Clarence Thomas yeah. and we're going to do all this crazy shit that most people are like, eh, I don't know about that. Right. Then the story becomes about the reaction right. to the thing right. rather than, holy shit, look what Mitch McConnell did. Right. You know what's weird is that uh, there, there's never any like uh, lesson lessons learned. Like if this um, uh, Inflation Reduction Act thing, uh, uh, IRA, I guess uh, yeah, this works thing, out. If this uh, passes, right, the, the story would be like when M- Manchin came on and said, "Like uh, fuck this, like this Build Back Better thing is bad." Uh, it's a bad marketing. Uh, uh, the word. By the way, by the way, sorry. Do you remember when we were talking about this and it was like, "What is his number?" The the whole big thing was, "Oh yeah, what's Mansion's number?" Yeah, and the because the, the they wanted four trillion, and they were like, "Okay, we'll do three point one trillion." And the, oh, the right. thought was like, maybe Mansion. Mansion's number is two point one trillion yeah. or one point nine trillion, and this bill is three hundred and forty billion dollars. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess all along, Mansion's number was he was ten percent of right. what they wanted. But, but what's weird is the response by some uh, to Mansion just saying, "I'm out." This is it's kind of like that Shark Tank. Like for this reason, I'm out. Yeah. He, he was out. Uh, there was a, a senator from Colorado, Hickenlooper, and others who behind the scenes like let's. Lower the temperature. Let's try to salvage what we can. And in quiet, they worked out a deal, brought in Schumer, and they came to – like, shouldn't that be like – This is Schumer's greatest accomplishment. Right, but what I'm like, saying – Schumer's a total shitbag and, and bad at his job, but this is McConnell-level uh, right. legislation but, but behind the what, scenes. What I'm saying is like the, the people who were like shitting on Manchin and, and – who, by the way, was like, by the way, what about inflation? What about inflation? Everybody right. was like, inflation is not – it's not, not going to happen. Yeah, it's like that's not going to happen. Trans- transitory. Like, yeah. w- and, and nobody ever comes back. Like, maybe that fucker was onto something. Basically, right. the only thing I heard was like, "Oh, that guy's on the take. He's doing some weird side, whatever." And maybe he is, but like, he was not off on the inflation side. And then he was apparently willing to talk, right? And he's okay with going with whatever. I mean, it's a much smaller package, but this is better than nothing, right? right. This is a lot better than nothing. And there doesn't right, seem and to they're be- pushing it as a huge win, as right. the biggest climate bill in the exactly. history of the country. And, but- and like there was a headline today, I didn't read the story. It was like, is the it was from BBC, I think. Is the U.S. now back on track right. to be the leader in global right. climate? Like, or all something? of this positive feedback, but I bet you, if you talk to some of the people that were poo pooing Mansion, they're like, this is still inadequate. And right. it's like you would rather nothing than something. Like, like that's you- how it always is. Right. Well, the squad the- has been quiet. The the progressive left has been very quiet about right. this because presumably they want to see how it turns out, and then then they can start throwing no rotten well, if fruit. They want, basically, I'm, I'm sure Schumer and the other people just say. Let's get this passed, and then you can shit on it. But as soon as it becomes a – once it's signed, they're going to shit on right. it. It's also the last possible thing that they can get done between now and November. Right. And then it's over. Basically, so, from what I understand, is like there's a – I guess a billionaire's tax increase. Right. right? It's such a high sta- – like, they, have, they have tightened the carried interest loophole without closing the carried interest loophole. And they've passed a – Alternative minimum tax for corporations, basically, where you, you can expect corporations to pay at least fifteen percent. Supposed to help what? How? What? Well, you're raising revenues, and right. So basically, it's, it's going to be. It's not going to be. A, it's not going to be adding to the deficit. And I guess the argument because there's, there's a big handout for your 
for the man. For oh, the, come on. The man so this helps. Is a, this is a inflation bill, not a climate bill? It yes. Ha- there there are different things. components. Is a okay, I don't care about the economy stuff. It's very boring. What? How does it help the climate change? Like There's what- a $7,500 tax credit for electric vehicles. There are other incentives for modernizing and eco-friendlying up your house. There's also about, like uh- corporations like making businesses do things better. Not a lot of that, that's except for the like, except for the taxes, on. right? But th- what I'm saying is that that's that, I don't think that was on the table. Isn't there also on the healthcare side some sort of negotiated pricing or? Yeah, there's a Medicare uh, drug pricing arrangement in there, right? To, to, at least to kind of start the process. I mean, maybe when you're in a stronger footing later in the decade or at some other point, you can get for the other stuff that you need. But like, this is much better than nothing because. By all accounts. Yeah, these, also, by the way, they're all things that they should be their own fucking pieces of actual right. legislation that get done or don't get done. And then the Republicans have to defend why, why they're not getting done, right. which I know like it sounds sort of Pollyanna-ish to be like this is how government ought to be, which is the Democrats should try to do the thing that they can do and the Republicans can shit on it. Like the only reason this is getting done is because of reconciliation. There aren't right. 60 votes for any of this right. stuff. But also because they were able to and, – and they brought on Larry Summers who was some guy from the Clinton years who also kind of saw the inflation track. Right. And he kind of talked Manchin down to say like this actually would be helpful. And so like I, I guess he just needed some sort of cover, some sort of political cover. Right, and it couldn't be called Build Back Better. Right. And and those were agreeable terms and get the $300 billion now and try to get the $3 trillion tomorrow. But like – any points on the board is my strategy. Whatever you can get, get. But this idea of like these are the right solutions and anything short of that is wrong, you're never going to get there. Like just get what you can if it's right. incremental. It's also no, – it's not only is it no way to run a government. It's like no way to be in the world. Right. Like if you want to get anything right. done in life or I, business yeah. or anything. Right. I, I, yeah, I and heard it, if you pretend you're the main character of the movie <laughs> that you're in, that's actually a really good way to go about things. Yeah. That's true. That. <laughs> so, a wise man one A very day. wise man. <laughs> a wise man with his own segment at the very end of a podcast. <laughs> but the, the the thing is like people uh think in like in a vacuum instead of like what are what's the reality here? And and just try to get as much as you can from the situation you're in. Right. And I yeah, and I agree with Jerry that the Republicans are a bunch of intransi- intransigent and obnoxious people to have to deal with. But at the same time, I think that just to close out the thought, the way to show that they are the problem is to try to do normal and good things that, yeah, you generally believe in. Maybe it's not uh, shooting for the fucking moon. Right. But if you can try to do normal and good things and show that they are in opposition to it, then they are the ones who will be proven to be wrong in the public eye. Right. And I, I still maintain that the the moderate middle of the United States, as awful as we are as a country in many ways, has some like fairly – if you just look at what polls generally well – I don't the, believe any poll. With, sure. Polls are largely bullshit. But if you look at like what most people believe – it's like, ah, okay, yeah, that's yeah. fine. With the exception of the religion Liars. stuff. Right. I'm like, yeah, I pretty yeah. much agree with yeah. mainstream American and opinion. And that's why I'm, I'm telling you, you it, was it uh, Dave Ramsey, who, the, the snowball guy? Like, ta- you know. <laughs> Fuck that guy, though. Uh, yeah. He's the worst right. possible version but of he Clark hel- Howard. <laughs> he helps some people. Some people what if get- Clark Howard were a moralizing piece of <laughs> shit? Well, he'd be Dave Ramsey. <laughs> 
taking aside his um, moral whatever, but like people find some value in in the concept of like tackle your kind of you're you're kind of trying to build momentum like by tackling I guess the smaller bills. Right, you're not going to pay off your mortgage tomorrow, but right. you keep paying it but, every but month. But it builds basically. I'm telling you, humans are emotional creatures, and when you see some sort of progress, you're going to continue on that track, right? And so. I think the strategy of like this is what we want the, all, the moon and 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 the four trillion dollars of this like people think oh that's not feasible and you're being unrealistic and people tune out but if you build small just kind of start with the basic stuff the layups right. build back basic <laughs> yeah build back basic do the basic stuff and then you'll have some trust capital like this person sensible they're going for infrastructure right infrastructure was also passed right. um, <laughs> the but, problem with your trust capital idea right. is that in three months we're going to kick these bums out of office right. but they install a bunch of republicans i know but they, they've been kicked out because of all of the dumb stuff that people are, are throwing around right? right but if you just kind of stuck to your basic stuff people are like okay i mean we're it's just very slow but at least we're moving in the right direction build i think back basic <laughs> build back better. basic could have worked yeah but yeah, the the likelihood, but I think people should understand that the, on the Republican side, they're just kind of setting the table for twenty four. So they're not going to do anything in twenty three. Like that's going to be a dead year if they they're in office. They're not going to be any piece of legislation that's going to be passed. Right. So then that becomes the question of what can, and this is just purely hypothetical nonsense. But if you look back at the Clinton years, what we have to figure out is whether or not Joe Biden is. Bill Clinton or right. Jimmy Carter. Right. right? I, I, think like, <laughs> I remember I think I was like, is he JFK, Carter, or, Cl well, or Clinton? He was never – he thought he was JFK right. or so he thought he was FDR. Yeah. In, on January 5th, right. he I, thought yeah. he was fucking I think, yeah, FDR. Was FDR, Truman, JFK. Right. So now he's down to Carter or, 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 or Clinton because – Clinton had a rough couple of the first couple of years trying to push the health care right. thing. It was so bad that America thought Newt Gingrich yeah. was the answer. <laughs> yeah, a landslide. For, and then he turned things around. Now, so, But how did he do that? Right, And he did that by turning hard to the middle, yeah. arguably to the right. But that's where the, the people right. were because he was trying to build some capital, trust right. capital. Like and then he absolutely trounced Dole in 96. Right. Right. After you would the same way that in 1981 or 2 you would have said that Ronald Reagan is going to be in some big trouble in 1984 right. based on everything that's happening in the country. Right. I mean you we're talking about 0.75% uh, interest rate hikes right now. Paul Volcker was regularly going like two points, yeah. three points. Yeah. He did one with five points. Like he raised the interest rates 5% all in one go and that Absolutely killed inflation, and it and the economy comes roaring back. And in 1984, uh, Ronald Reagan wins 48 states, right? right? And so the uh, Biden's but then not it was that. The 80s, right. and it was shitty. Uh, 80s was fine, largely, totally fine. Okay. The early 80s weren't so fine, but by 84 and on, it was fine. Right. I mean, other so than he's all not. The, the we know he's stuff. not. First of all, they're not. I mean, even with the, I think, was it three. Uh, 75 basis, basis points hikes so far. They're still only at like 2014 level. Like, I don't know. But the, the, the money is still super fucking cheap yeah, relative to recent history. Right. And they would have to go up like another four or five points to even get back to pre-2008 levels, I think. But uh, just a, a quick aside. Uh, I remember uh, you, you had 
ago at the, the news coverage whenever Wall Street would have a bad day and they right. would like try to attribute it to something nonsense. It's like that's not really why. It's not necessarily the reason why, but to make it even worse, uh, when the the Fed raised it by 0.75, the stock market went up. Right, and they they attributed the stock market increase to the increase in. It's like, so, yeah, money's way more expensive now, which Wall Street <laughs> loves, obviously. <laughs> and then the next day, uh, the 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 second quarter numbers came out showing that it was slightly negative. A second quarter, and the numbers were still up in the in the green. And they said they attributed that. It's like you're just making shit up. Like you don't know right. what's going on. Like whatever. No. The, Nobody if, knows you, anything. But, but they say it with such confidence. That's like, how. That's how people. Stock market do was things. down today because the economy is shrinking. It's like right. the one thing that <laughs> I like about like I've listened to Kai Rizdal on Marketplace for years, and he has a very nonchalant relationship with the words that come out of his mouth a lot of the time <laughs> like is he'll say the thing that is in his copy that presumably he wrote or at least he and his staff worked hard during the day to write but like anytime he's attributing like big causal action to big causal event it's very like eh, yeah, or maybe <laughs> could be something else too it's, yeah it's the economy it's weird let's do the numbers uh, so that's I do like that guy. He is a tech guy. He's a piece of shit tech guy. But <laughs> beside that, he's fine. I never want to know what he looks like. I know what he looks like. He looks about he looks about like what you would think I he don't, looks like. I don't. Did he wear glasses? I just know he's Scandinavian, so I don't like I have a vague I would have I, never known that he was I'm bad about like that name means that reason. Is that how you sussed it out? Then is it naming He said it in one of the oh, shows no, that you forced me to listen to. You motherfucker. <laughs> You make me listen to these things, and you don't even listen to them. I do. I listen to them, but you didn't uh, not listen that to that <laughs> interesting part about where the name Kai uh, Rizdal comes stupid from. Stupid part. Talking I think about it's himself. Swedish. <laughs> I, it's Scandinavian. Or I want information. I don't care. That's information. I'm disgusted that I know that Kai Rizdal is a big fan of IPA beers, but not the pumpkin flavored ones. Like I'm mad that that's a part of my brain. It doesn't have to be. You can stop listening. Yeah. I haven't been listening to as much NPR lately. Do you want to know why? Because uh, it didn't fucking work on my TV. So, <laughs> so I was, I'd walk into the kitchen. He was, asking, he was being very rude. I ask. walked into the kitchen. I get the Google. The Google. Get the, uh, it's going to do it. I get the Google Chromecast remote out. Now shut up over there, you fucking thing. <laughs> like, oh, what do you want? <laughs> say, I'm listening. Uh, stream Radio IQ from NPR. And it would say... Streaming, streaming radio, radio IQ, IQ from, from NPR. NPR. And it would go beat, 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 and then nothing blah, would happen blah, on the TV. Blah, blah, really? Blah, no. to do, yeah. yeah, usually it would start playing the radio yeah, station. But happen. for two weeks, fucking no NPR. Oh. And then all of a sudden, after many reboots and restarts, you it started just had working to ask again. It nicely. Yeah. You, didn't you don't talk please. politely to these fucking I, robots. I tend, I, I do. Does it work? <laughs> it, it doesn't not work. Yeah. I, I can't order someone to do something. That's true. I had because I spent so many years conditioning please so that the kids would do it. Yeah, that like I can't. But if someone, not... if I hear someone say, "Hey, can hey you go start, get me that thing?" Start I treating say, please like. Do not start treating the robots like people because then I'm they, not treating it they like they people. I'm just treating it. Like we'll kill Lori last <laughs> when they take over. <laughs> I'm like whatever they think is best. I'm sure is best. All right, uh, real quick on the international news scene. Oh. Nancy Pelosi is scheduled to depart for a tour of Asia, I think, today. She should be gone by now. And one of the I trips... I feel that the continent just feels more pleasant. Just stop. <laughs> what do you mean? 
uh, Nancy Pelosi is supposed to go to Asia, including Taiwan. Oh. Or as the BBC presenter said, Stop. Taiwan, which is very amusing to me Wait, for is some that, reason. Is that just that person? I think it was just that guy. Okay, because I've never heard it that way. It, yeah, no, it's, I've heard it. It says Taiwan. The Chinese Communist Party said that uh, coming to Taiwan, Nancy Pelosi showing up in Taiwan would be playing with fire. And uh, you know what happens when you play with fire? You get burned. You get burned. I believe he said something much more dramatic than that, though. You, you like... You reap the death or something. What are like they going to do? Kill the Speaker of the House? Like, what are... So, this was a. They're going to set her on fire, obviously. <laughs> what are you confused uh, about? China state affiliated media tweeted the following. I don't know how to pronounce this person's name, so I will not. But they are blue check on Twitter, and they are, according to the Washington Free Beacon, they are a, a an official in the Chinese government one way or another. Okay. Some sort of propaganda outlet, I suppose. If U.S. fighter jets escort Pelosi's plane into Taiwan, it is invasion. The PLA has the right to forcibly dispel Pelosi's plane and the U.S. fighter jets, including firing warning shots and making tactical movement of obstruction. If ineffective, then shoot them down. <laughs> what is the argument here? Fart is it- in her general direction? Is that what they're going to do? Yeah, well, with missiles, apparently. They, they are literally just talking out of their ass. They're not going to do anything. But, like, what is the purpose of this whole thing? To, I, I get to it, establish to, dominance, clearly. And I to, know, but they're trying to discourage uh, the Speaker of the House from uh, showing up there. But now you're almost kind of egging. You have no choice. Aunt. Right. There's no way in hell right. that Nancy Pelosi cannot go to Taiwan right. now. If they had taken a more diplomatic tact, you might have said, well, she's going to Asia. She'll meet with so-and-so in South Korea. Maybe then the Taiwanese ambassador or whatever can go meet her there or something along those lines. The consequences, warning shots and scary plane moves? No, they're saying that they will shoot her down. They said that... Which would be, like, that would be the first... Like, we would just go to war with fucking China. That would be a... Over Nancy Pelosi. God damn it. Would you watch a Gerard Butler movie? Pelosi has fallen down? Yes. Yes. Try to go... (laughs) Let's stop doing this and go watch that. Anyway. I don't have a lot to say about that, except that, like, there's no choice now. And my prediction is that Pelosi will, this weekend, step foot in Taiwan, if only because bowing to... That sort of threat from Chinese media. And apparently uh, Biden had a three-hour-long phone call with Xi Jinping despite being uh, still in recovery from COVID. He's very strong. strong Oh, that Paxlovid. Very solid. Waiting for that rebound news to come out, right? (laughs) That only happens to some people, not not, uh, if you're 78. Anyway, not a lot to say about that except – I talk to people for three hours multiple times a day, so I don't want to hear about (laughs) – a three-hour call. Have you ever something. done it on COVID and at 78? Not that I know of. <laughs> Definitely not on 78. Speaking of which, uh, Biden, notably, this the best news of his presidency comes out, and it's because he spent the last week in isolation. Right. And he became president by being locked in the That's basement. That's right. I'm telling There's you. There's a theme here. Right. Less is more. I mean, he, he's a uh, product of life. a bygone era where president – like Eisenhower was an absentee president. He just – would fuck off, and he would just get all the praise. Just right. do that. Just disappear. And then people are like, oh, things are coming along. Anyway, she will visit Taiwan, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But do you think uh, she'll get any credit uh, on, on the on the Fox News uh, side of things? Like, oh, what, for, stand- like, bravery or something? For, like, standing up to the communists, blah, blah, no, blah. they'll find a way to make it bad. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. 
Uh, let's see here. She's being frivolous and starting a war. <laughs> All right, let's talk about uh, streaming services here. Uh, All right. Okay. So the question is, will Peacock exist a year from now? No. Why is that? Because nobody watches Peacock. People do. According to this thing that I'm reading here. Oh. This thing. Yeah. <laughs> very important. I've never Sounds heard of very trustworthy. I've never, I've never heard of theankler.com. I don't <laughs> know. I have it's a, it's, <laughs> I'm it's some sure. sort it's some substack, somebody who does media criticism, and they're reporting that Peacock added no new paid <laughs> subscribers in quarter two and in fact lost some number of millions of active users. So, so Pe- Peacock uh, had some uh, NBC products like uh, The Office and whatever, right. you know, but th- that's the only reason pe- people would subscribe to it. They're not watching well, it for I the- added it. I added the free version to our television, I think, because of baseball and the Olympics. Yeah, okay. it was baseball. They were, they were hiding a national game of the week behind a Peacock paywall. Like we were allowed to watch it. We were allowed to watch it if you like gave them your email address okay. or something like that. And so we did that. Actually, no, that was Apple. I think you had to actually pay yeah. for fucking Peacock. No, we so didn't do that, did we? We didn't. No, we didn't pay for Peacock. So I we, will not. No, we will not. What if someone it, gives it, me a password. Like in the $5 range? Like, it doesn't I'm sure matter. it's cheap. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It right. doesn't right. matter. Lori's standing on principle. She's going to continue to play Netflix forever until we die. I've had Netflix for longer yeah, than I've known Abe. There, I'm yeah. convinced. There that, are pre-existing conditions. There's, yeah. there's a weird psychological, emotional thing going on with you and Netflix, where like if we wanted to cancel it's it, the same as cable. Like, like so, but could we cut it for like three months and like why? rotate it? <laughs> but that's what, what I mean. To save sixty dollars, just for example. You cut stuff out of your life that costs sixty dollars. Like what? Is but but is Netflix? The Washington Post, the New York Times. The, all right, the whatever Times, other maybe. bullshit the post, media the post you, is you subscribe $4 to. A month. But you know the thing, it's going on twenty years since I've had Netflix. Yeah. Right, and so like it's in territory where you start think like the way that I used to think about paying rent and getting mad at the fact that I'd given like three hundred thousand dollars to various right. rental agencies. <laughs> like now, it's like if you add up all of the money you've right. given to Netflix, but you're getting something in return. But what I'm saying like so much Netflix to to cut Netflix is to what uh, to. Like, are you saying, like, would you cut Netflix so you can take on a combination no, because, of like, Paramount? Because maybe and- this month we just see what else is on, a, like, deeper in the HBO Max library, and then you save the $20 on Netflix. Oh, do like a, so you put it like, on a just rotation? Just to put it on rotation, yeah. So and like I think that there's a, the thing that I think is going on, that, and I'm not saying this is just Lori, I think that people have, like, an emotional attachment to the account in a weird way. And I say this because uh, this is a feeling that I have, so I'm, I'm, I'm just projecting largely of course which is it's how i it's why i think that i'm smart is that i take things that i feel and i attribute them to other people yeah, you, you assume that other people feel the same right. way you do about things yeah, yeah. It's very respectful yeah it's obviously but sometimes and then you don't tell them right how they feel until you've decided they feel Here we that are. Way. we're doing it right now uh, we're having the conversation anyway. it for the podcast again so there are two reasons that I have had an Amazon account since 2007 or something like that. And I think I've had Amazon Prime since 2009. I don't know no, when they introduced. When Calvin was born. Was it not until 2012? I think so. I think that we started was, Amazon Prime. It might have been. Yeah, I think it was that year. Because I don't know. we did. You say start Amazon Prime, like we just got the the two day shipping. Yeah, maybe. I don't know when they invented yet. Amazon Prime. Okay. I'd have to look it up. But hey, Google. 
<laughs> when did they invent Amazon Prime? Oh, that's so rude. All right, thank you, Google. I feel dirty making Google answer that. I know, right? Now, I'm not editing this, so people are going to have to put up with this, Google. They're not going to want to know. There should be a, uh, like, that's enough. Right. Like, to, to <laughs> thank you. Yeah, yeah. No, the, the shut up command yeah. should work. No, no, no. Thank you. Yeah, it's a robot. We don't have to be polite to it. It just could be the command. Thank you. All right, so 2005. <laughs> As, I, as far as I can tell, I have to look at my Amazon account. I think I ordered my first thing from Amazon in like 2007, and I thought that I signed up for Prime in 2009, but that I don't, I, plausibly I, could be wrong. I think it was when we got a baby. But are you, say, are you, are you saying it because like you have a similar uh, – like, uh, like emotional thing? Yeah, yeah relationship so, to Amazon that other I, people have with uh, Netflix? I love having the ability to go – because I've – like a lot of major gifts and purchases that I've made in the last 15 years have been done on Amazon. So if I want to know – The procrastinator is the problem. No. If I want to know how many coffee filters – how many, if I want to know exactly how many cups of coffee I've made right. since I bought my AeroPress, I need only look up how many times I've reordered 350 AeroPress coffee filters from right. Amazon Prime, which the first time that I discovered that – it, it like filled me with a satisfaction that I can't explain. But like, and then I was able to do the division and figure out, yeah, that makes the math actually checks out exactly wow. right. Because it's like three cups a day, two for me, right. one for her. Right. And if I did the math and it was like it was within a few decimal points wow. of being correct, wow. which was like fucking weird. And we cool. are very exciting, yeah. fun people. <laughs> right. Very reliable. Same shit every day of our no, that's lives. Not, that's not why I don't want to cancel Amazon Prime, but it is like in part because I have an Amazon uh, like credit account, right? So I get cash back. Oh, okay. I get 5% cash back on whatever I purchase on Amazon anyway. So that even though now they've raised it to $140 a year for Prime. Oh, wow. No grandfather clause? No, we're not still paying $80 a year, certainly. Wow. They changed. It was, a, I mean, in I got, I got, yeah. I know <laughs> that I got the Amazon credit account. When Calvin was born. So maybe that's what you're thinking of. But I I, I got the Amazon credit card. I was like busy being pregnant and having a baby. So I don't remember exactly everything. Sorry. No, it's fine. Mm -hmm. Better memory than me. But Mm -hmm. the the point here is that I got the credit card. It costs zero dollars. And in fact, I earn 5% on whatever I buy on Amazon, which pays for the Prime membership. Anyway, so the Prime doesn't actually cost me anything because to me – I'm earning more than like that Costco. back. Right. right, just like Costco. The reason that we have a Costco membership is A, I like shopping we at have Costco. The second tier. But B, we have the executive account, which pays for itself anyway. So that it costs $120 a year or something like that, but they give you 3% cash back on anything that you buy in the store. Plus, we have the Costco credit cards. So we're getting an additional 2 or 3% cash back on anything we buy in the store. So the membership fucking pays for itself. Are we going to turn this into like a fun personal finance podcast? It is. It's a, it, we're doing this. Clark this Howard now. That's fucking great. Let's talk about credit cards. And like, Does anyone want to sign up for a credit card? Because I would get bonus miles if you did. Just right. let me know. Right. And so like, <laughs> there are reasons for me that like I should have canceled my American Express card years ago, probably. But like, I, I maintain it because it's the only credit card that's only entirely in my name. And without an income, it's probably harder for me to get credit cards <laughs> entirely in my, in my name. 
Entirely nothing. But I, I cannot... You have a copy. I cannot lie about the fact that my Amazon account exists, A, because it's free, but also B, because in a very real way, I have an emotional attachment to that. And I would feel strange canceling it. And I don't know what's going to, like if in two years I decide I want to go back to Amazon Prime, is my entire purchase history still going to be there? Will it remember me? Will it know that I am the same person who ordered coffee filters from them in 2012? Like, I don't know. So I recognize that there's an emotional weirdness going on in myself that I will project. It's just that it's mine and you can't take it from me. Right, I'm not, right. But there's always like a service provided that like, can you duplicate whatever Amazon does, or I guess you can do it with Netflix? But like, I, I I'm not like I don't. I would get rid of Netflix and Amazon immediately. But like YouTube TV, I would not because they have the DVR cable. I can't watch the but news from six months ago. But you could get the same basic no. service. No, 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 no. No one is even close to YouTube TV on. We'll just record right. anything you I want. I was recently looking at the like at Sling because every once in a while it's smart. Just go through your subscriptions and see if you want to change to something else. Right. I was looking at the Sling service. And the Sling builds their service a lot like basic cable does, where it's like, have the bundles, right? Blue they have this bundles and this, and that, in order that, to get bullshit. in order to get the sports like you would in order to do Sling, you would have and, and to get what we have basically with YouTube, which the only reason that we have YouTube TV is basically the only thing we watch on there is the news networks and sports. sports. And Simpsons we could have and Yeah, but we watched Simpsons on HBO. So if we had we should have canceled YouTube TV in February and then started it up again in August, right? right. We, we there's no need. We we watched almost nothing in the last in those 6 months because there's no football. I get you my ha- You watch the news every Sunday. Right, right. But I could get the news through podcasts. I yeah. could get the relevant videos online if necessary. And they they usually uh, you have access to some of those shows online, anyways. Right, and it's, uh, most of those morning shows are over the air kind of things. Right, and I could use my antenna if I wanted to get up and just watch them live. But like Abe is saying, they have the most generous DVR package of if any. If it exists, you can probably watch it. Right, you can add it, and they won't like they leave it there for a year. You have un- functionally unlimited storage. It's amazing. And yeah, Abe can watch his six his uh, CBS morning news. Yeah. From nine months ago. You know how, like, uh, you can go back six months and see how wrong I am about something? Like, CBS, uh, they're right a lot. Like, it's like, man, they were spot on in March. They knew what was going to happen in August. They, I like that it's Google-affiliated. So, like, it, like my phone knows things. It's right. like, hey, that thing you watched, here's here's something creepy. Yeah. Like, anyway, I like that. I know that. that you want to hold on to Netflix because it's yours. And it's mine. Fine, but is there not also, is that not, I'm, am I, I not if, right if about the weird? If my account got deleted, I would just be like, bummer and create a new one. I used to feel that way about Netflix back when you had to like, you could order your list. It used to matter. And it would be like 500 yeah. long yeah. and it'd be yeah. like, you could rate things. No, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't touch Netflix aside from the necessary touching. I don't rate things or thumbs up things. I don't do anything, especially because... So much of what I watch is on your profile. You guys talk amongst yourselves. Yeah. I'll be right back. Are you going? What are you, where are you going? To the bathroom to get a beer. Okay, it's just polite to tell yeah. people what's going on. Yes, but Use your no, word, Bob. He's the main <laughs> character. Bob is the, no, no. Bob is the main character in the movie. It's That's fine. Right. He's, it's fine. He's our Mike. <laughs> um, no, like it used to. I used to take really seriously, like. Stars, you know, it's like, weird. I just, it was I, four. I, no, I didn't love it, but I really liked it. And I would like 
I would just make sure because I wanted the feedback. You want it to be as accurate as possible. This is the, this is what I like to yeah. this degree. But now most of what I watch is on his profile. Do you get have, do you have a third one for the kit? Yes. It, okay. It just says Calvin. I feel bad okay. I should change it. Um, <laughs> I might have changed it. I think it says Calvin. Um, is it easier to just go on Bob's? Well, it's just when we're together. Oh, that's true. Okay. I, I, ne- I don't have any time by myself I, okay, in that- my life. It's... Very, that makes very sense, yeah. hard. So every once in a while, I get to go on my own Netflix if I'm like spending the night somewhere else or waxing my legs, yeah. like, or on the treadmill. On the right. treadmill is the only place, okay. but I don't exclusively watch Netflix. I watch the other things too. Okay, but like, it will be like, here's that keep sweet show. I'm like, right. no, I know, I saw it, yeah. I watched it, and it's like because so much of it is on his profile, I just use it. As I use it, right? But you know, it's weird. I didn't until you were talking about the star. Like they changed so many features that you. It's just now it's thumbs like thumbs up, up and thumbs, thumbs down. down, right? There's also I think there's a feature where you can say I'm not interested in this, right? Also, just like don't show like, me don't this. Don't show yeah, me this. Yeah. I don't know because I don't do it because I don't. I don't. It's just like Facebook. I don't interact with like everything. It's just like don't touch it. Just right. look. Don't right. touch, and it'll be fine. Um, but uh, yeah, if, if Netflix was like, we're deleting everyone's profile and starting over, I would still have Netflix and I would be fine with like, fine with it. If all my stuff was deleted, I'm a person who gets a new email every like 10, 15 years. Like I like a fresh start. Mm. I think, uh, there are so many, uh, hangers on to my, um, a lot of family members on my Netflix account. If they uh, were to incorporate some of the stuff that they're they're testing out in other parts of the world, yeah, like, they're going to start charging second household fees and all would, of good that. For them, though. Yeah, so basically, I'm like trying to find my own because I, you know, I will occasionally look at my viewing habits, and it's mostly HBO, yeah. and now Apple TV and YouTube TV. Like I watch like you know some that that South Korean show, uh, Squid Game, or. Uh, but other than like those kind of things, you watch that sex dungeon room, you creep. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was not that bad. Uh, you watched, uh, no, you watched, that Euphoria was on HBO. Dan yeah. Savage got mad about the sex dungeon show on his podcast because what was his angle? What was his issue? He said after being one of the proponents for the last thirty years of bringing kink out into the open. It appears that we've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> he doesn't like me. Uh, perhaps we need to put it back in the closet in certain ways. Because it's annoying. <laughs> anyway, I think that more people should juggle their media streaming you know, accounts. Why, that why isn't that good. more common? I don't know. I think next year we're definitely going to cancel YouTube enough. TV. You think so? No. Just what, see, but why? So it's like a weird emotional attachment. Like, it's and that's TV, it's to television. I know, but we have the antenna. We can, we can still, the if same. the world ends and the emergency broadcast signal goes out, we can still turn on the TV and figure it out. The internet sure as shit won't be working, but the, the digital antenna will. It's, this is nonsense. I think that there are better ways to save money. I just don't know what they are. This is very uh, nonsensical, but when I got rid of like, uh, what was it, Xfinity or yeah, the old assholes, 
It's like, man, I miss the channel service. You know, because yes. like, like the I UI never, is huge. I U- never UI watched, makes all the difference. But you know, I like Comedy Central just fell off a cliff. I yeah. never watch it anymore because in the past, I know what channel it was on. So like, and it's usually like South Park or like The Office. Or just, you know, it's because we. I think I have a theory about that, and it's that we don't go. And just watch whatever bullshit is on anymore, no matter right. what. Comedy Central was the ultimate just go watch whatever right. bullshit right. is on. And then they had like two shows and never more than like one at a time. It's annoying. But they would have like at, at 10 o'clock you can turn on Comedy Central and then maybe it's if it's good enough you can stick around and watch The Daily Show. Right. But And then Colbert, right? So right. they had a block yeah, there. Yeah, the block, but yeah. I right. feel like when we – if like a you know regular either weeknight or weekend, different vibes, same activity – you will flip through all the channels on YouTube TV and I will see a dozen things that I'm like, why didn't he stop there? Why didn't he stop there? Why didn't he stop there? Like, I don't want to get rid yeah, of I that I think ability. that my, my brain has been like permanently rewired. That, yeah, but like, that doesn't mean that everyone's has. Fine, but like any old bullshit on television doesn't appeal to me when I know that there's a library of like actually good content that I should be yeah, like enjoying the sex instead. Yeah, like thing. But basically, it becomes a analysis by paralysis, or yeah, the other way sure. around. There's an element of that. You're trying to like just turn, just some- turn something on. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, it's- but then we should just cancel all the all the premiums <laughs> then instead. No. It's fine to have both things. It's, it's not, fine to it's have picking in, a thing one night. It is, and, and this is not a personal a finance complaint. Largely, it's just insane that, and we don't have like all of them. By no means do we have all of them. No, but we the, are done getting more. The, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the line in the sand. But we have so many and just an endless – each and every one of them, with the exception of, I guess, Disney Plus has a relatively small catalog at the moment. Although uh, – They have a lot of stuff. They have a lot of stuff there. But it just seems like an endless library of things to choose from in any of these apps, including even shitty-ass Amazon Prime app, which has oh, never has they, anything good. Well, their interface is terrible. Yeah, and their UI sucks. I think if I had to – like, if you had to – just I, yeah, I, gun I to your head. You yeah, get one. Yes. One streaming server. What would it be, Lori? One's, I get one. One streaming, streaming HBO. What would it be, Bob? Yeah, right now I think HBO Max for sure. Same. Yeah. yeah but I don't have to just have. Yeah, one, no, do but, I? but but that but that's what's weird because I like the other channel, but it's just weird. Like I always kind of fall back to at least HBO. Is you there. know, the best yeah. stuff is going to be on right. there, and now they have the whole Warner Brothers oh, catalog. Is that what they have? They have oh, them, all, they? Those, all those yeah. movies yeah, that are all those good. Movies, yeah, and they have all those old, old, they old. Bunch of yeah, they have some good old ones. They it's have because like, they have the what, what's the the old cable channel uh, Turner, Turner, Turner Classic, Classic movies. Yeah. So they yeah. have all the they have a, a rotating library of right. like fifty or sixty super old good movies. Yeah, but like I don't have to have. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. You don't have to. But we could anyway. Why are you drinking a? What is this? It's a bottle of water. What's it made of? Uh, Lori's giving me shit because I'm drinking out of a plastic in disposable bottle of water in my own house. Well, how did this come about? We bought a case of these for baseball season, uh, a 24-pack of bottled water, which I never buy bottled water. We didn't do that. You did that. Yeah. Well, it was going to be like 100 degrees outside, and I wanted to make sure that all the boys had all of the water that they needed at the baseball game. Notably, it was a 24-pack that I bought three months ago or something mm-hmm. and it's we're still going through Does it, it go bad <laughs> no i just grabbed it because it was okay. cold and i wanted to be back here quickly and i didn't have a clean glass handy okay 
Pops is an end-use product that I've already bought and I'm not going to replace when it's gone. You don't have to give me shit about it. There is a little recycle sign on it there. That's nice. And I will recycle it, certainly. With the cap on, which I think is the current best information. You told me not that. Uh, it's shit changes, Lori. I don't know what to tell well, you. There was a time where it was frowned upon. It's cap off or a cap in the regular trash. The ring around it that like doesn't come off is made of the same thing as the cap. So keep that on. But like, but... It, it's like, what good is taking the cap off? Uh, it's still true. remnants. So this, it's not that the plastic is not recyclable. It's that if this comes off in the process of getting in the machinery and then it gets stuck in the machinery, then somebody, some asshole has to go in there and dig the cap out so that it's not jamming the machinery. But if you can get it on there and it's like tight to it, then it's okay to leave on there is what I understand. Okay, I'll just drink out of my water bottle that's reusable here. That's so. fine. Uh, also in social media sort of streaming news, Instagram took some shit this week because they're trying to be TikTok. And that oh, made people no. mad. What? Have you been Instagram's on TikTok? Been trying to be TikTok I've never been on I've, I've watched TikTok videos on Twitter and I've, I've watched the occasional TikTok video, I think, on a browser. They come but off, I've never so installed the, uh, is like, the app. I never feel more old than being on TikTok. It's so relentless. It says one video, you can't breathe. It goes on to another video, right. and then another video. There's and no it's, time it's to like swipe think. based, right? It's just what's that? And it's like swipe based. Well, it's like yeah, it's but but it, it, there's but... just like you know sometimes I just want to re- your stupid hashtags. I don't care. I want to read what's going on, and it just goes on to the next it's thing. It's just it's just. I mean, this is what it looks like. This is Instagram Reels. Right. So look at this cat. It's gonna jump into the aw. He's trying to get the lampshade. Climb up. Look, he's gonna. He's climbing up. It's thrilling podcast content. And then, but yeah, it just ends when you go to the next one. She's going to do something with her hair. Oh, it changed. Right. So oh, wow. Instagram has decided, and Facebook also, they're going to have a push towards content, like curated content from people that you don't know right. rather than a series of posts from people that you do. That's the uh, Facebook approach, right? Right. And so... Instagram backed off of this a little bit this week. After saying that they were going to move toward more towards that, they 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 heard the backlash and decided that for now they will pivot back towards uh, content from people that you currently follow. But they're going to try again, right? Oh, this sure, is, yeah. And it's like they're just chasing TikTok at this point, and TikTok's apparently eating their lunch. And I don't know. I mean, I don't. I uninstalled Instagram from my phone last year, and I I haven't been on it in quite some time. I'm like still this close to taking Facebook off because I've noticed that like I open Facebook and then I just immediately close Facebook. The one good thing about Facebook is that they have the marketplace. Like if you wanted to buy or sell something. Yeah, I've never used Facebook marketplace. uh, Vacation planning information. Yeah, like their main thing sucks, but they have other side things that are okay. Right. So is it is it just that people don't actually want to hear from their friends and family. I would like to see what my friend's moms are having for dinner every night sometimes on Facebook. But yeah. you know, the, the thing is, maybe it's not that, that, that like your friends, I don't want to say like, I don't think Instagram is saying your friends are boring or whatever, but there's not enough activity to keep you engaged enough. So they need to kind of work in some random right. nonsense. And anybody who posts that much on Facebook, I get super annoyed yeah. by, right? Oh, like, yeah. There's no way. That's... <laughs> Like, like, I, what are you, 70? What yeah. are you doing? <laughs> right. They, and like, no offense to anybody out there who's constantly posting on Facebook and listening to the show, which I don't think, 
I don't even know who constantly posts on Facebook anymore. I don't even know what constantly posting on Facebook would look like. Uh, like more than once a day, I guess, would feel like yeah. an intrusion. I mean, it's hard to say because it's not even chronological yeah, anymore. It's just know. like this is from three days ago. It's like, how come I didn't see this yesterday? I'm just seeing it now. I feel like we've talked about Facebook so many times and so much. We don't have anything yeah. new and to well, say about and Facebook. All that Zuck wants to do is survive the next 10 years when he believes he's going to take over the, the world. By the way, the isn't uh, Meta eating a lot of shit like i think i I read something where they're the last quarter they lost like a couple billion because it's still not taking off as much as he thought he it would yeah well the 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 play to the metaverse is a very long-term play it is not something that they can expect to make any money on or to be successful in the next i I just can't see any scenario where that takes off it's such a the way that it looks now i agree with you i assume that the next generation or two of the metaverse will look not like the Dire Straits video from 1986. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the only way it works is if there's like a nuclear holocaust or whatever. Everybody has to be inside. And I yeah. guess we have to live this bullshit virtual stuff. Yeah, but I mean, that, it's not going to stop whether it's Microsoft or Facebook or Google or whoever it ends up being from trying to build the infrastructure for the next generation of the web, which they assume will be avatars walking around and interacting with one another. But what's weird is these companies and these uh, titans of industry, they were basically like like lightning in a bottle kind of inventions. And they think that they're like smart and I can think of the next thing. Like you just got like right place, right time, right idea. But like – you're not really that good at this stuff, right? I mean, they... It's the same thing as, like, everyone's just like, oh, what's the next thing? Right. It's like, why can't this be the thing uh, yeah. for a little while? But the, whatever the next thing is, it's not going to be uh, invented by some, like, rich person who's, like, well Who off. already invented yeah, one because the next thing. Some, yeah. Somebody's going to stumble onto it, and then they're going to glom onto that. They're like, yeah, we'll buy your company. That's like... Instagram is kind of doing because didn't they do something similar with Snapchat where like something was taken off in Snapchat that like yeah then they if, stuck they the, stuck Snapchat on your Facebook and also your Instagram right basically yeah. this the, it's it, it kind of rem- there was like an episode of uh, This American Life where like apparently in China uh, there isn't any sort of uh, intellectual property rights right so like if you have like Bob's hot dog stand right and it's taken off somebody else could be like. Bob's hot dog Bob's stand. Hot dog stand. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole. And then now you're just fuck you, woo. <laughs> no. So, <laughs> no. So basically, uh, in I guess in the internet, ideas are not protected, right? Like if you have like uh, reels or um, um, like the, this ephemeral, and... like this thing is gonna disappear in a few seconds, right. like on Snapchat Stories. or whatever. All of that yeah. stuff, you just like even YouTube has like YouTube Shorts, like. Right. The, there's, I guess that's not – you can change a word, but, like, you can do the exact thing yeah. that somebody yeah. else came up with, it's and it's fine. It's just a bunch of – I mean, as long as they're not literally copying and pasting the code. But it's the, the same code, concept. Basically, somebody else can't – like, all oh, the kids are into this thing, and they're like, oh, okay, well, I guess we're doing that. Right. And they'll just – but they're basically doing what – I'm not going to say what you said, but, like, that guy in – the Bob hot dog right. thing is – that's what online is. It's just like, okay, we have a lot of capital and we have a lot of uh, consumers, so we'll just do that. And then it'll kind of hold back yeah. these and other I guess we're companies. Just, I guess we're just old, but we're like very, very. Yes. very I don't interact old. with any of it. Like I, I don't. Like I said, I'm not on Instagram anymore. I use Twitter. Well, instead, you have a podcast. Yeah, and yeah. A blog. Yeah, but I haven't blogged. Some of my friends, and one of them, you would, you know, uh, is very big on that. You know, very uh, engaged online. You know. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know that they're like 40-year-olds who actually fucking right. to keep up with the, the hype thing. themselves up on all of the latest technology <laughs> stuff, but like No, it's not about age, it's about being old. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I don't anticipate like pivoting myself back to Facebook at any time. No. I don't I don't know. My relationship with the internet, like it was fun. It used to be fun and cool and exciting to post shit on Facebook and it's just not that at all anymore. It's just a chore largely. Uh, let's talk about fucking self-improvement. Uh, let's, let's talk about that. Uh, there's you a, talk about that. There's another podcast that one of the people in this room is a co-host of. It's called The Buffer oh, or The that, Biffler oh, or something the like Biffler, that. The something. Now, I don't want to go too hard at, at The Biffler. It's <laughs> not my Biffler style. Listen to this the Biffler doesn't listen to this okay. podcast. No. Uh, so nobody <laughs> nobody from Abe's world, so far as I can tell. My siblings don't listen to it. <laughs> old, like old Cabdu used to listen to the old one back in the day, but not anymore. No, no, that's, yeah, nobody listens. Anyway, uh, there's a segment at the end of The Buffer. Every episode of The Buffer, for I mean, they're, they're 50 episodes deep now. Very respectable number that The Buffer has right. come up with. Uh, it's called The Moment with Mike. And Mike <laughs> explains how to be a better person in the world, basically, at the end of every episode right. of The Buffer. It's very useful. And I I only bring it up because the most recent one, uh, <laughs> The Moment with Mike, was Mike says that the best piece of advice that he ever got was that uh, that you should imagine that you yourself are the main character in the movie about your life. That's who said it. And behave that way. (laughs) And he, he took this as good advice from someone. Not only good advice, but, but worth then (laughs) re-disseminating to the 12 people that listen, the many people, including myself who listen to the Biffler. I don't want to focus too much on that because of course, that is the opposite of how I think a person ought to go about their life is to recognize that you should recognize instead that most people are walking around believing that they're the main character and that you are utterly meaningless to them. Like it's it's the exact inverse of the sort of advice right. that I would give to right. someone who is trying to be a certain good way in the world. Uh, but that's not Mike's approach and that's perfectly right. acceptable. Working for him. Sure. So absolutely far. working for him. But it got me thinking about the notion of self-improvement, right? Because Mike is – this is a guy who's been very committed, at least publicly. I don't know how he is in his real life. Maybe he fucking beats his kids and cheats on his wife. <laughs> I have no idea. But <laughs> I'm not saying one way or the oh, other. Well. <laughs> uh, and I have no reason to believe that. But the, the – uh, that's not any commentary on Mike at all. The point is, is that he presents publicly as somebody who's big on self improvement right. for the last, certainly for the last few years. Right. Anyway, he lost a bunch of weight. Good right. for him. He's yeah. a runner now. Great right. for him. Right. Uh, good. Good for you, Mike. Proud of you. But what I've always thought about self. I'm not going to say that like I I bought the Fight Club line about self-improvement is masturbation now self-destruction on the other hand and if you finish that sentence it's self-destruction is fucking whereas uh self-improvement is is masturbation that obviously is a is a cute line it's satirical and i think is not actually the thing that polonic is trying to say in that moment but i am not immune from the idea that 
in any given moment, you should be trying to improve on something in your life right. in one way or yeah. another. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, there you are, should, in uh, fact, strive to do that. Absolutely. Right? There are so. That's what New Year's resolutions are for. Yeah. Yeah. There's a once a year. Yeah. <laughs> and it can be frustrating in some ways because, like, I was reading an article that came out this past week or so. And I'm not going to link to it in the show notes because I'm not going to do a show note because this episode is rambly. And live it's not, to tape? That's right. Live to tape, yeah. just getting posted as is with, with bumper music, and that's it. Uh, but there's there was lies in the beginning of the episode where you edit. We'll see. The, uh, the story was that people who exercise, whatever the recommended amount of exercise is, it does in fact – lengthen your life. You live a, a better, healthier, and longer life. But what the new discovery is, is if you do literally twice that amount, <laughs> that it in fact works even better, right? So if, if let's say, oh. I think it's 150 minutes a week, a week yeah. of vigorous exercise gets you a benefit of like 20%. Like, I don't know what the 20% right, means, right. but it's, you win right. 20%. And apparently if you do 300 minutes of exercise, of vigorous exercise activity a week, then you get something like uh, 27% or 30% benefit, right? So you're well, increasing. Diminishing returns. It's diminishing returns, but it is still a significant yeah. impact. 20% on, is not bad. But also, yeah. <laughs> obviously, the people who have the time to dedicate that yeah, much. 300 minutes is a lot. 300 minutes is a lot. You divide I that. I bet they're not poor people is what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. So this is not quite. Right. It's a full hour a day, five days a week. It's not Assuming quite... that you build in a couple of rest days there. Know. This is people who probably also eat healthier and also right. have when they do these Expendable so income, not... expendable yeah. time. When yeah. they do these sorts of big studies, they do. They are usually pretty good about correcting for those sorts of inputs. They can't. Do they? Uh, can can you get? Can you extract any uh, minutes from like if you had manual labor jobs? Like we can kind of eight hours worth no, of this is like thirty minutes strange. worth of. Okay, so that's like bad exercise. It's 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 not good. You get carpal tunnel syndrome or whatever. Well, that and thing back is problems and hip problems yeah. and you know yeah. doing the same thing. I mean, farmers, I imagine, would be different where they're doing different things all day long, yeah, but yeah. most manual labor is not – there's no variety. It well, is. it's like you go to a construction site and you see these yeah. guys who have been yeah. – <laughs> they spend their 10, 12 hours a day working hard, busting ass, and they're all – like, yeah, they're strong, but they're also just fucking slobs a right. lot of the time. Like, no offense, fellas, but <laughs> – anyway, the point is is that – and I remember my buddy uh, Gillig, uh, opening and closing themes, were composed by him. He's also said some things in his life in addition to being a great rock and roll star. And I remember he used to complain about like reading a study where it was like, and if you, whatever, you smoke cigarettes and only take the stairs once a week, then you're going to die at 75 years old instead of 77 years old. You know, like, and he, he would get mad at that sort of journalism because it is based on like these huge numbers right. across vast populations that actually probably has no impact on any one individual whatsoever. And so it's not actually any way that you can take that information you can't draw anything and apply it to you your life. As an individual, yeah. <laughs> right. It's just sort of an interesting sociological right. thing right. that exists as a fact in the world. Right. But like as I was saying earlier tonight, we were talking about 
uh, like Kurt Vonnegut smoked a pack of Pall Malls or more every day of his life since he was 15 years old. And he died in his mid eighties because he fell off a ladder and bumped his head. Right. Like it's, he just was a guy who wasn't going to get cancer apparently. And there are other people who they smoke a couple of packs of cigarettes in their twenties and they end up with lung cancer at 45 years old. I see them. And they just get other kinds of cancer anyway. I I mean, I see some of them on the PSA ads at the, uh, HHS runs. Like if you watch daytime television, as I do at work, working hard, there's always like this, ah, don't be like me, you know, a right. cautionary tale kind of thing. And somebody's like 52 and they're dead from cancer because right. they smoked. Right. It's an old Bill Hicks thing about like uh, the, the ultra marathoner who drops dead at 49 years old despite having eaten nothing but kale and salad greens his entire life and run 26 miles a day. And he just craps out at 49 right. as opposed to him. And he ends up with like fucking pancreatic cancer or something like that. But, uh, <laughs> Jumped a gun on that joke. <laughs> right. Uh, but you're right. But, you know, even I mean, you don't know what your makeup is. You know, maybe you have the wrong kind of whatever and you'll die. But like all you can control is what you do. And and if you were blind to your particular situation, your best course of action is health and exercise and eating the right thing so back in like when did i quit smoking i quit smoking in 2009 i think yeah Yeah. like thanksgiving 2009 yeah 2009 end of 2009 and oh no it was 2008 it was the end of 2008 that yeah. I quit smoking. Yeah. You were so inspired by Barack Obama's uh, vote? No, but I decided <laughs> that I just like I, I I I just decided to quit smoking and I decided it after many months of like self-hatred and ber- berating myself every time I would buy a pack of cigarettes and then like that was my method. My method was to use my anger at myself against myself so that eventually I would quit. And it was super fucking hard for like a few months uh, because I was like definitely chemically addicted. And also I have – I have habits. Like when I when I start doing something, Very it becomes habitual. part of the routine. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it, why I have to keep him from chewing ice because it will become part of the routine, and we'll right. have to get divorced. It would be like be, I, I'm very habitual, but like I'm you know like I'll eat oatmeal for like eight months. Right. <laughs> but it's, uh, uh, but I decided yeah <laughs> that I just like I didn't want to die, and it, like that's a very silly w- thing. Was, was that the the primary motivator? Like right. I don't want to die early. I didn't. I didn't want to die early, and I always said back then, and I've maintained for some time now, that, like, for example, if I become just disgustingly wealthy, I'll probably start smoking again because, like, yeah, oh with a with a billion tonight. fucking dollars. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would, I guess. <laughs> you would – so – or, or if I get diagnosed with a, a, a inoperable brain right. tumor or well, something like that, I would go. If I found out that I was dying in five years or less, I'd go buy a pack of cigarettes. Right but now. okay, if great. you if you like invented some product that just took off and you were obscenely wealthy, like smoking cigarettes, the money wouldn't forestall anything. Like your body would still be. Right, but, but it's because I think that it's probably largely beyond my control anyway. Like I'm, I'm recognizing, but I'm, it's, a, it's almost like a numbers game. Like you're, you're right. Either your I'm going to be a person who gets emphysema and lung cancer and dies, right. or I'm not. I don't think that's quite right. Hey. And also, like, if you have more money, like I would go the other way to be like all healthy, so that I can get maximum benefit. Right, of but then you wealth. get run over by a bus and you're fucked. You can't control that. A tree can fall on you. Yeah, yeah that that's always possible. But yeah. like, 
Anyway, it's the same the, the it's the same reason that like shortly after I quit smoking, I started exercising regularly. Right. And I like so I I I always feel awkward talking about this sort of stuff because I hate the self improvement stuff. Like moments with Bob. Right. <laughs> I'm 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 right up against having a moment with Bob here, I suppose. But so I quit smoking and then I because I I peaked out at like 245 pounds after I quit smoking. Like I got super fucking he was fat. Very fat. <laughs> but he's also very tall. So well, yeah. not that tall. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not can carry 245 tall. He was very round. So I quit smoking. I put on. I'd, I'd been like steady at 230 with occasional like try hard and get down to 215 moments but like basically fluctuated between like 210 and 230 for most of my 20s and then I ballooned up to 245 and then I start running and exercising regularly and I got down to like a healthy-ish so skinny 190 and then I start the pizza managing job and it goes down to like 175 which was just like that was the don't have time to exercise five days you a week. You were back to one seventy five, racing away. You were right, going and to the gym at night. I know. I was still going to the gym, and I was. I, I but that was the point where it, like, I probably. I guess I could have kept losing weight, but I don't know. Like, it. I felt like I really bottomed out at like one seventy five, and, uh, and since then, like, I've put on some a good deal of weight since then i'm over 200 pounds right now but that's largely a result of having started this exercise app and i've put on like 15 or 20 pounds of fucking muscle oh Uh, nice but and i don't know why except like i just don't want to die so like that's been the main thing especially since the is it like Getting sick for 10 years. Yeah, you think it'd be like quality of life stuff. Like, you're not going to die anytime soon unless a tree falls on you. Right, Right. and I assume that, like, because I don't remember. I'm sure that I was, like, fucking miserable at 245 pounds and a recent smoker and, like, not able to, like, yell without coughing, I suppose, and, like, couldn't sing my Red Hot Chili Peppers songs at full volume because I, I didn't have the lung capacity. I talk literally all day long to people. So. Right. And I, this, and it, and it gets into, like, the recent uh, not drinking as much thing, which is that I, I can't, because I can't remember what it was like at 2.30 and a pack-a-day smoker, like, my, I don't appreciate the distance that I've come in terms of my quality of life. Right. Like, to me... There's no quality of life difference. Yeah, I just can't have cigarettes too much anymore. One night, and then you're like, "Oh yeah, this sucks." <laughs> right. That's so that's, why I don't do this anymore. That's the downside. Is now if I have too many drinks, like it's really gonna, it's really gonna fucking hurt. Right. Whereas before, it's like, oh, you know. No, that's just how you felt all the time. I'm already also, at a, I'm yeah. already at a three. So we what's were a yeah. three? A bit younger then. Right. Yeah. A little, I can't. The older you get, it is. Younger. Yeah. It's a relative thing. Right. But so I quit. I won't say I quit drinking in. February, but I quit. He's have a beer. Just right, now. I just had a beer tonight, <laughs> but I quit boozing in February. Like I went from February until July Fourth week, and I had had nothing. Like total you abstention per week. It was probably, if you're being honest, because of the size of your pores, four drinks a night, both nights of the weekend, and then maybe another. I was not pulling full on, pouring full on doubles. You are. And that's fine, but, like, then sometimes you'd have, like, a little, like, a beer or two, how many times a week? Like, three times during the week? Yeah, sure. So that's 11 drinks a week. 
Ah, right. right but for someone, according to the guidelines, for someone my size, that was not drinking to excess. No, it wasn't. But right. it was still, uh, it's way more than zero. Right. But the point is that I went from doing that to basically not drinking at all for the last, wherever we are now, six, seven months or something like that. And part of it was, yeah, to like make sure that I'm not an alcoholic. Like you, right. like it's just good. It felt <laughs> Rule like the, out. Right, it felt like the right time to double check and make sure that I wasn't like, like and I, who knows? I think that I probably could be. Like in a slightly worse life circumstance, I have no doubt whatsoever no, that I would be like an alcoholic. Whenever you get stressed out and you would pour a drink, it's like, dude, yeah. calm down. You don't need you, a drink. Do you right think you're now. alcoholic or just habitual? No, it was it was an emotional thing. Okay. Yeah. If, I, if there was like stress in the air, he'd pour a drink. Right. Which I always found very strange. Yeah, it helps me to relax no, to it have doesn't. a drink. It does. It hundred percent does. One drink does. The right. Second one, yeah. three yeah. and four, yeah. and probably not have, so much. Yeah, and then you wouldn't have just one. Right, but the, the but that's not the point. The point is that despite going from having a lot of drinks in a weekend to having none drinks in a weekend. I don't feel materially better as far as I can tell. It's like, just because you don't remember anything. I ass- maybe, but I assume that I'm like, I must be markedly healthier as a, as a, as a, you know how you could find out. I could probably go to the doctor, but then I'd that have I to pay for then the I'd, health insurance that I pay for. <laughs> then I'd have to go to the doctor. That costs as much as our You're, mortgage. But isn't it fun to do once a year or do checkups, you know? Yeah. I should probably go to the doctor, yeah. but that's also beside the point. I should be able to feel you would think that you'd be able to feel the difference between drinking a bunch and not drinking at all. And I largely have not been able to tell any but is difference that tip- whatsoever. Uh, okay. Uh, regarding what – so like – I mean, I understand a moment with Bob. But like at my highest weight and my lowest weight, I never really felt a difference. Yeah. You also have a very bad memory. That is true. But like sometimes you just kind of like just like you're – I mean because you're never like – because I think my highest was like 230-something, and my lowest was like 160-something. Yeah. And But it, it's not overnight. It's right. a very gradual either direction. Right. You're getting older every second. It right. took me like three years to go from 245 right. to 175. Right. Yeah. So so it, it's like it's kind of hard to like gauge like you, you have to kind of use outside. Indi- like, you know, your clothes. I have like clothes from when I weighed very low. And clothes from when I weighed very high, yeah. and I still have it in my closet, and I will just in case. do a check to say, "Oh my!" Like you know, there's like some I can't even fit my buttons in, and like I can't believe I, the same I, right. wore this thing, and uh, but I don't feel any different. But I don't think that's a good gauge to go by because. Well, but in terms – like, you still exercise every day, right, more or less? Right. Or- I mean, now – you know, so, like, I mean, now, like, I – so my idea was basically, like, when uh, – during the peak of the pandemic, the the, the when the scale was at, at 215. Right. I was like, well, this is not good. Right. And so my plan was to get, to, to, to get it down to 185. And, like, as of, like, last week, it was at 192. I'm holding oh, wow. seven pounds of that. Yeah, you look Stomach good. Stomach flew away from your goal That's weight, right, I yeah. So say. I was like – but, but my – You look good in the face, too. Well, That's well, usually where you – like, you your face balloons or not. Yeah. <laughs> but what's weird is – so my, my strategy, like, in the past would be, like – elimination stuff like for the time being i'm gonna eat like clean or don't drink or whatever but my this latest strategy has been like i'm gonna acclimate to what i what it is like i'm gonna do less of the thing like you know during the pandemic 
I started like uh, smoking, like mm-hmm. uh, of the of the illegal variety, at least in Georgia. Of the, so I was like, I'm I'm just gonna, you know that it, gives you the munchies. It would make me hungry, right? <laughs> and so I was like, okay, I'll you know, just they do make it. Stuff now that on has appetite the, suppressants in it. Oh, did, really? Yeah. So I would like okay, then I'll just. Because basically, I was like, I just want to uh, smoke when I'm watching a movie, and so I'll just watch a movie on the weekends at night, and I'll be asleep before, right. you know. Basically, so like I would just kind of change it up a little bit, you know, and it works. Like also, you don't have to eliminate anything; you just kind of like modify your, tra- you know, and then when bring were it. You you said one seventy five was like the yeah, it was like one sixty eight, one seventy. Like okay, when, how old were you the last time you were that small? It was like 2017, like four or five years ago. Right. Yeah. Like I think, like we're fucking 40. Yeah. Just go look at his. Uh, I know, but but like his WhatsApp picture is when Basically, Abe was the, super the, the, skinny. Like my mom was like, I think you had like some sort of disease or yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it might not be so that's sustainable. What, so that's why I was like, I think 180. Uh, I, but I mean, yeah, that's too low. But 215 is too high. Like 185 is, I think, is like perfect. Right. And, and so like I'm like I, I want to get to that without like. Totally eliminating anything because, like, but why do you want to get to that? Because I think, like, that's like the ideal weight for me. Why? Because of all of the different phases, like, I, I, I felt, I, I felt like one seventy was like too. I don't know. It was like not sustainable. I think. Yeah. Because I, I would be constantly thinking about like what to do, but. Yeah. When I'm in my right, so 180s, I would I'm never not, think about anything. I could just do whatever. If I'm not thinking, if I didn't think about it, I would be fucking 300 pounds. Like my body wants to pack on weight. Okay. Like if I if I chose to stop, and yeah, it would it would require me to stop doing my because I exercise six or seven days a week now. Like it's I'm at the 300. You look nice in that picture. I, I'm at the 300 <laughs> minutes that this latest report said get, gives you the maximum bonus or whatever, right? So like so I'm, that 26, 27 percent, whatever. Right. I'm getting the I'm getting the add-ons from yeah. the the yeah. exercise allegedly, and yeah, I get like super frustrated because my body doesn't immediately and really like I've been exercising basically daily since. 2009. Not just basically daily. He doesn't take rest days. Oh, you need to, don't you feel, doesn't your body tell you what the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah, but so I, it I might have, be telling it what the fuck are you doing by not getting the results yeah. that you're wanting. I have these programs and it's built in with the, um, the amount of work you do on one day on one part of your body is different than the work that you I know, do but on like, the next, I think you need, next I, day. I, think, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not a professional, but I always think you need at least two days in a given week yeah. off. You also could ask a professional. There are people yeah. who do yeah, this yeah. for a job. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't. <laughs> and then the so only like, it, so you can, it's just that it drives me crazy when you complain about something that there is a solution to, and you will not pay attention. So to this is large. So here's the thing. I know Someone what the solution is. Solution. The solution to my problem specifically, which is like, uh, as the commercials would say, excess belly fat. If I wanted to cut all of the excess belly fat, I could just stop eating carbs and strict. Like go strict lean protein only, and in six months I would have the. But is that sustainable? I mean, in six right, months you could do it. It's not sustainable, right. right? And so, but but at the same time, if I didn't think about it, if I instead like, like because as it is now, I have a fairly healthy diet. But like tonight, we made a, a I made a, a pan pizza. Great pan it's pizza, really good. And what you Detroit do, style, like yeah. Domino's right. or whatever would say, you take a pizza. giant pile of dough and you fry it. 
in olive oil. <laughs> like you, that's you basically coat the pan in olive oil. And you basically it in the pan. It's a pan. It's pizza. not a right. It's not deep fried, but it's basically frying the pizza in olive oil, and then you smother it in it. in cheese and greasy meats, and then you eat it. And like, it's yeah, really good. If I we're taking it super seriously. Obviously, that's an unacceptable meal to have. Even though I didn't like overdo it. Like right. 15 years ago, me would have eaten half the goddamn pizza there and not thought twice about it. You would have felt ashamed. Sure. The point is, is that like I do put a good deal of thought into it. And if I didn't, I would balloon back up into whatever I was before. And it wouldn't even take very long. How long have we been talking? Uh, one oh. hour and 41 minutes. Okay. We'll be wrapping up soon. I don't know. I, I I get self-conscious talking about things that I'm doing to try to make my life better. But at the same time, I'm constantly doing one more thing to try to make my life better. So I, I have my exercise routine. I cut the drinking out. I've recently taken one cup of coffee out of my routine. Oh. So I'm, uh, I'm an AM only. Although we don't know that that's better. Yeah, coffee's the one. Coffee keeps. Changing. What I know for sure is that afternoon caffeine fucks up your sleep. Yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah. And I know that like there Did are you there drink are reasons. Coffee in the you would afternoon? drink coffee in the evening, not afternoon. Oh. Evening. Right. So a few years ago, I set myself a hard limit at like no more coffee after six. And then PM. I've, right. I've, yes. <laughs> because I, I, I noticed is, that this is after he would drink. <laughs> how much coffee were you drinking at Domino's? Right. So at Domino's. In order, was weaning. In, in order to live the life of the pizza, once the pizza boy became the pizza <laughs> man, uh, in order to live that life, I I had to consume like a near constant stream of it caffeine. Was, it was so intense. It yeah. was a lot, and and but that was because I was literally keeping myself up twenty hours a day. Yeah, he would right. sleep for four hours a night. Yeah, often t- like. Often three hours a night. Wow. Like, because he couldn't get to sleep, he would come home and sit on the couch. Yeah. Wow. But the point is, is that after many years of that, it took some weaning yeah, down. you can't go from that to no coffee. Yeah. And like, if I didn't get my evening, or not evening, if I didn't have an afternoon coffee, I would have a headache that night. Like, the caffeine became part of the fucking thing. So, a few years ago, I said nothing after seven, and then I pushed it to six, and then, like, last year, I tried to keep it to four, and it really, it just became a battle of, like, just don't forget. Right. Because it was... But that's good, though. Like, I I always say, like, incrementalism. Yeah. Because if you can't do the whole thing, break it down to digestible... Right, and it's largely yeah. because like I felt like my sleep was impacted by it. Where if I had caffeine too late, I wouldn't have a great night's sleep. And like I, I, I can't complain about not getting good sleep if I'm drinking coffee at five thirty right. in the evening. It's right. true, right? you can't. Also, you know who else doesn't get a good night's sleep when he doesn't is me. Right. So, <laughs> so I've, in the last couple of weeks, I've stopped the afternoon caffeine entirely, and I haven't had a headache at night yet. So it seems like I've solved the the headache right. issue. And, like, I don't have any interest in stopping drinking coffee we, entirely. We also, like, usually under normal circumstances, it's not like in order to stay up late we need coffee. Like, we are nighttime energy people. Right, yeah. I, I'm not Where falling asleep people, on the couch at 830. They are gonna, they're going to pass out. Right. Like, I get more energy as the night goes on. Right. No, I used to use it as energy, right? Like, in yeah, order well, to get through a shift, I needed all of yeah. the caffeine. Right. No, I'm just talking about, like, sitting in the living room. Right. Not working. That no. If you were working, it would be different. No, people have 
like coffee with their dessert so that they can stay up until eleven o'clock chatting, and that's like, not I'll my stay problem. Up till right, we'll stay yeah. up. We'll stay up no matter what. Anyway, I don't know. There, there are. That's my that's my moment with Bob. I guess, but but like, I think ultimately, like you should always strive to be a little bit better. Like in, uh, to the if there's something you don't like about what you're doing, if you have like bad habits, eating, sleeping, yeah. just dicking around online instead of doing whatever you're supposed to be doing. You know, if you're like a hoarder, like just try to like do a little bit each time to get it better. Yeah, you don't have to get all of it at once. Yeah, and I like that's the the next like. And it's something that I th- – it takes me months of thinking about it and then convincing myself that it's something that I actually want to do or change and then it becomes the thing. And so it's like weaning myself off of off of Twitter is probably and, some next step as and well. And it's also something that no one outside of you has any input on. Right. It's not up to anyone else. No one can say, hey, maybe you should stop doing that so much. Right. Like, nope, you're wrong. I should do it more. Oh, maybe I should do <laughs> stop doing that so much. Like, oh, would well, – okay. Okay. Good. <laughs> You've been listening to Cast Iron Brains, a podcast with Bob and Abe, which Lori gives me wife shit as well, often. It's, I mean... You can find the show on Facebook or Twitter. Head on over to brainiron.com or castironbrains.com. Opening and closing themes of the show were composed by Mark Gillig. There is a pile of shoes in the corner for some reason. That's because I don't throw my shoes away. I'm working my You're way up. To... A shoe hoarder? I'm not a shoe hoarder. I just, I no, don't. because they're, they're trash. <laughs> <laughs> Those are trash shoes. So one pair is good for walking around the house. I usually don't wear <laughs> shoes around the house. But if I'm cleaning the house, I like to have a pair of shoes on. And that's a pair that doesn't leave the house. There's another pair there that's perfect for doing yard work. It's my yard work shoes. I'm not sure what the other one is. By the way, this is uh, totally uh, not related to anything except for what you just mentioned. But when um, we first came to America, uh, we noticed, like, Americans would wear shoes inside. Mm -hmm. Like, these weirdos, they're wearing shoes inside. It was just the weirdest thing. And now, like, I don't even notice it anymore. But, like, in the past, it would be, like, very noticeable. Like, yeah. They're just tracking on all the dirt. Yeah. And, like, what the fuck always, are they doing? I don't know why. We didn't grow up like you have to take your shoes off we, or I anything. Didn't, I just did. But uh, we it's just do now. Yeah, it's just better. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Mark Gillig's in a rock and roll band. It's called Tetramer. You can find their music at T-E-T-R-A-M-E-R music.com. Thousand Man Jerry is also in that band. And they make very great music. You should check them out. Babe. Yeah? It's the end of July... There was a big horror movie that came out in the past week. Did you go see it? Yeah. I went to go see, actually, uh, last night. Uh, we're recording on Friday. On Thursday, I went with uh, with Mike. Oh, Mike. Forgive me, Mike. To go Sorry. see uh, uh, Nope, uh, Jordan Peele's uh, latest horror movie. It, um, before this movie, uh, Mike uh, did not care for uh, Jordan Peele's Us movie because he liked He was get, let down by Yeah, by he us. liked Get Out, and then he didn't like Us. And he was like, if this guy fucks up one more time, he's going to be M. Night Shyamalan, right. which I thought was a bit harsh. So what's the verdict? Uh, I think he did not take – he didn't like it because at one point he was like on his phone in the theater. <laughs> and I was like, all right, come on, man. Like The, the movie was pretty – I liked it because it was kind of like a, a Gremlins type of movie where like you're trying to avoid this stupid thing, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, – they set up the story well. Uh, there were apparently there's some stupid UFO in the sky, right. 
And as long as you don't look at it directly, it won't fuck you up. It's kind of like the opposite of like, don't look up. Like in this case, literally don't look up. But people will be like. But that movie Blindness or what the movie Bird Box. Oh, was, was that? Yeah. With uh, Sandra Bullock? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see it either. But yeah. That's I mean, on Netflix. Yeah. Fucking apparently it made a billion dollars for Netflix. and is Really? I mean. Yeah, it was a big thing. I they made a big deal about that movie. Did you see it? Movie. No, we didn't watch that fucking movie. Oh, for three. So none of us watched yeah. that movie that made all this money for well, Netflix. That's because there's no such thing as money for Netflix. It is. <laughs> I mean, they, anyway, how was it? Somebody crunched the numbers. The movie was good. Uh, there, there's a scene, so um, it, it won't make sense uh, explaining it here. But like, the story involves uh, a character who used to be on a '90s sitcom with a monkey. Yes, a with l- an animal attack, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've heard it's quite gruesome. This monkey got carried away. <laughs> It was ridiculous. He beat to a deadly, bloody pulp the mother actress, the father actress. You don't see the the, the daughter actress until later, yeah. but she got fucked up too. But like the focus was on this young son actor, and he's hiding underneath. And apparently, the the monkey after beating everybody, like he he gave a fist bump to them. Because oh, I guess he had some sort of report, like you and I are the same right. or whatever. And the guy got fucked up over it. But like right. it was a very violent. Uh, yeah. Like the monkey was just like. Should we see it? Is it worth it? Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. Whenever right. it comes out on HBO, whatever. Like it's 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 a entertaining movie. Looks fun. We watched the Gray Man. We did last night oh, or with, the night uh, before. The Gosling and the other Kendall, guy. Yeah. We watched. Yeah, it's uh, Chris. Chris, Chris something? Prine? No. Prine? Peen? Evans? Prino? Evans? Chris Evans? Captain okay. America. Captain America. Okay. Whichever one the Chris who Chris. played Captain Chris America Evans. is. Okay. He was the in it as the, another teen movie as the bad matters. guy. He, he was a bad guy. Yeah. yeah. He was very good. Sure. It's whatever. Uh, Ryan Gosling and Anna de Armas utterly wasted. Adam DeArmas is a perfect-looking human being, as established on the, this show before. Did you see the trailer for? Uh, I've seen the trailer for Blonde. <laughs> I'm excited. That movie looks so bad. No, that looks great. What are the you talking accent, about? Accent is just not going to work. Like, no, it's going to work. You need Marilyn Monroe to be like not. Look, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if she has a breathy Cuban accent or a breathy American you accent. Marilyn Monroe with a she Cuban has accent. the breathy accent, and she's way more beautiful than Marilyn Monroe ever was. So that movie is going to be just fine. Uh, this piece of shit, Gray oh, Man, shut up. It was fun. that we watched, on the other hand. Was it entertaining, at least? So entertaining. Not really. It was not very entertaining. You were on focus talking to Thousand Man Jerry. You would have liked it. That was it more. like five minutes at the beginning of the movie. See, you know, maybe, it, maybe you and Mike are not that alike. It, You're on your phone watching this movie. I was He's not on, on my phone. phone. I paid a great deal of attention <laughs> to this okay. piece of shit movie. It was fun. It was fun and it yeah. was silly. That's all you can ask for a movie. There were parts of it that were so fucking it stupid. It felt like they watched all of the best thriller adventure movies of the last 40 years. And then also and the then, first season of 24. And then took... What? <laughs> and then took all of There's like all of the badass parts. Like if they watched an Indiana Jones scene and they were like, oh, that was badass. Let's then they were that. like, oh, we're going we're gonna to do it. And it's like... So there's a, there's a scene in... Prague? No, no, no. There's a scene in Indiana Jones oh. 3 where they're talking about... Marcus, you're never gonna find Marcus because Marcus blends in. Like he he knows eleven languages, right. and and he's got a three day lead on you. Not, yeah, and it's it's a great joke and setup and and follow through. 
and it's hilarious in the Indiana Jones movie because Harrison Ford delivers it like full belief, full throatedly for, and and then they smash cut basically and this idiot is like hello does anyone speak english and so he like stands out like a fucking sore thumb right like that's the joke the joke is that you're you're pushing this guy up and you're you're talking about how great he is and then in the very next moment he proves that he's just a blithering idiot and he gets kidnapped immediately right not here. Here, they thought that the badass part of that was Harrison Ford delivering straight to camera a sincere explanation of how badass Marcus is. And so they did that like three times. They, they did it for like three different characters about how badass this person is. It was really fun. It's so stupid. And then it's like, we went to Prague, but you'd never fucking know it because it looks like the it looks like the back lot of an Avengers movie well, the in Marietta. Is they use Prague for like so many So it could be like Paris Atlanta. Right, it might as no, well it, be it Atlanta. It could be any European city. I know, but you know, like some European all cities the, are very unique. All of the relationships are are pulled from other movies. So there's like this young. It felt like the 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 young girl dynamic from like half a dozen other action movies, where like this guy is here to true protect lies. this girl, right? Like True Lies. Okay, it, it's the like True Lies vibe. And and then you read some of these interviews that these uh, soulless Russo brothers give, and they're like, yeah, well, there's a lot of business decisions that went into making this movie, but what we really wanted to do is to make the 10-year-old boys of the world just make it impossible for them to miss it. It's like, ah, yeah, well, fucking great success, I that, suppose, That's man. their target audience? That's the alleged target yeah. audience. This is a very stupid movie full of charming actors who are given absolutely nothing to do with their charm, and I don't know, like, what... Like it cost allegedly two hundred and twenty million dollars or something like that. Although the the leads made twenty million dollars a piece, so they didn't spend it all on the CGI. That's for goddamn sure because the CGI often no, looks CGI like total shit. garbage, including in what should be a very big and important scene at the relative beginning when he has to get himself off of a plane, and it, they just basically set off a plane sized smoke bomb, and you can't see anything that fucking happens during this action scene. Terrible movie. Terrible. That's Terrible pretty strong. Movie. We should watch it again right now. Billy yeah. Bob. Billy Bob is in it. He's Billy great. Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton is in it, no... playing Donald Sutherland. Oh come like, on! Like if Donald Sutherland were still I love living, Billy that would have been Donald oh, Sutherland. Man. Billy Bob is great, and of course, uh, spoilers here. If anybody plans on watching this piece of shit movie, <laughs> like me. of course he. Oh, like this matters. You're gonna forget gonna before we walk right out of the now. curtained room here. He gets a grenade and is able to blow himself up because that's exactly what this sort of character gets to do in this movie. Who is a movie the gray like man? Uh, Gosling is the gray man. He's like uh, some uh, hard to find fellow. Yeah. Do you want me to explain why yes. it's called that? Okay, so he lives in the gray, which is like he's not a human. He's not like a normal citizen, and he's not a prisoner. He's okay, like this in the middle, in the gray, not black or white. Yeah. It's sort of like Suicide Squad, basically. Okay, he's part of an agency that's like Suicide Squad. And they don't care if they die. Okay. I mean, he cares if he dies, but the agency doesn't care if he dies. Yeah. Maybe you had a too serious of a, 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 a vantage point. No, I want it to be silly and stupid and good. Like, I want it to be John Wick. I love John Wick. Oh, it was, John, I, it was not going to be John Wick. Yeah, but why not? John because Wick that's was much more serious. This was much sillier. John than Wick get his dog gets murdered, and then that's he goes so and sad. he just that's very he, it's as serious as anything. Kung Fu shoots a bunch of people. <laughs> Whatever, like that's more serious than this. You can make good action movies 
Like this also, by the way, it right also now. takes itself semi seriously too. By the way, it's not like it takes itself; it doesn't treat itself as a joke. Like it had a lot of good actors in this. Yeah, Billy Bob is great, and and the, the Gosling is pretty good. Too. Gosling is fine, and the girl is uh, the oh. young girl that they got is perfectly fine as she's well. Weirdly, exactly young Anne Hathaway. Oh, really? Like I couldn't. Yeah, wow. I couldn't decide what she looked like. She's is it Anne, Anne Hathaway? Hathaway. Right. She's exactly young Anne Hathaway. In her delivery, I don't know about what she looks like. Total piece of shit movie. We should go watch. And if it that's right now. the future of action movies, I don't know. It's bad news. Or a that... different one. We could go watch a different action movie right now. I don't know. We should probably just take the podcast equipment upstairs and record <laughs> a live yes. uh, mystery science theater three thousand style. That's, let's do that. Taping of. Let's do that. Turn this off. Watching the Gray Man again. And that would really fuck up the Netflix algorithm. It's like, oh, they came right back two days later. It's like, on one hand, they didn't like it, but they're watching it again. Uh-huh. Anyway, do I, I had so many specific points of hatred for that movie, and I can't think of any of them right now. Just uh, There was a lot wrong. But if, we can get into it next time. Yeah. By the way, if um, to the listeners out there, you know... Um, there's this million dollar billion dollar lottery taking yep. place and I and I, and I played it in every state that I drove yeah, through. Came up from Georgia, so four, South Carolina, North Carolina, right. Virginia. Four states. If any of the if the winner is in any of those states, it's definitely me, right? <laughs> and what did you do with the tickets? Cuz I know you say you wanted to throw them away I or didn't give throw them these the away because I was like, "Oh, come on. I'm going through four states, you know. I'm not going to throw them away." So <laughs> right. the listeners out there, if there's some sort of cockamamie death of Abe because of some birds. <laughs> it is total bullshit. Bob and Lori killed me. <laughs> they took my tickets. Don't believe them. I, I know Bob edits the show and he wouldn't release this portion, but I want it. $1.2 billion. And I found out that we can claim it anonymously here in the state of Virginia because it's over $10 million. And uh, I just want to make it clear when I say that if I win the lottery, no one is going to know about it, and I'm going to claim By it anonymously. Way, the best case scenario is somebody hits the 1.2 whatever, and then you also get, like, I guess you, can you get 10 million with like five of the six numbers? No, I don't, I don't think you can get as much as that. I think you can only get like a million bucks for hitting five. That's the most. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess you can't win 10 million. Anyway, when I say I would claim it anonymously. I mean it, and no one like lit- my children wouldn't know. My wife would still have you to would, go to work. You would make, make me. You would make <laughs> Lori work. Lori's, Lori's going to continue to take her econ one hundred and one class. And she come home like this is what's the worst, and you know you have a billion dollars in stashed. I believe it. Anyway, you uh, got Maybe anything else? Carpal tunnel surgery. Got anything else for us tonight, Abe? Nope. I guess that's all we've got for tonight, then, and we will talk to you next time. Later.
<laughs> Who needs to know? For the greater good. I'll just. How I'll... long would you run your scandal? How long can I keep it a secret? Sorry, <laughs> retired. I could. Let me get. No. Ah. We got content to produce. <laughs>